I have a question for you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> do you find yourself uh, being attracted to name brand items mm. or food or whatever over non-name brand? I've because I've I mm-hmm. I've got like feelings about this uh-huh. on certain things, but not. Well, wait. I guess I've got feelings overall. But like, I anyway. You got feelings. Sorry. I've got feelings. Oh, yeah. I've got feelings. Why have we never talked about them before? Because you're stupid. Oh, now I've hurt them. <laughs> now answer my question. I feel like you. It's complicated. I have feelings overall, and then I have feelings individually on different items. Maybe. Okay. I do. Yeah. I do feel a certain pull towards like like the advertising pool. You know how it works on all of our brains, and like it makes me want. Mm-hmm the real deal in some ways mm-hmm. um, yeah. as like my first, like any kind of product, I guess my, my first thing is like, Oh, I want the real deal. But mm-hmm. the next step is like the next part of me is like, I want that cheapest deal. And mm-hmm. so I'll try any like store bought ones, but then sometimes it's like, they're great. And sometimes they're not. And you really got to like try out a bunch of stuff and realize mm-hmm. which what's working for you, you know? Yeah. So um, like for me, when it comes to, buying food from a grocery store or even like off-brand medication, I'm totally fine with mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Because I have like the same general effects, uh, the food. Hey, man, you're just going to put it in your body and turn it into a friggin' turd, dude. <laughs> so if you're just turning food into turds, it doesn't even matter what you eat. Man, hey, on, on every box of food, it should be like, dude, you're just going to turn this into a turd. It don't even matter. You go to ingredients. You know? It's going to be mm-hmm. poop. <laughs> yeah. It's cereal, but now and now, but it's gonna be poop. That's the ingredients of your poop. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can't argue with that. That's the, that's the ingredient <laughs> in poop. <laughs> we have to write that down. Um, but uh, but like, uh, what about you? How do how do you feel about mm. about uh, food? Well, so number one, you hit on uh, medications or or like. You know, any kind of, uh, not like prescriptions. Well, even that, I guess. Like, Amanda's, Amanda gets her prescription, like, the generic one, because it's cheaper and does the same stuff. I love, like, the mm-hmm. generic store brand, like, Motrin or, like, Excedrin Migraine or my allergy oh, pills yeah. are wildly mm-hmm. cheaper. You know, like, four times as expensive to get the name brand as it is the store mm-hmm. brand or whatever. Um, but then other items, like, like we have H-E-B down here, and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. store, and they have a great selection of H-E-B products. And some of them I I actually prefer over the other ones. Some of them are just a, as good, and then sometimes they're hit or miss. It's hard to tell. Like, my mm-hmm. latest one that I found that I fucking love, chips can be weird. Cereal and chips. Like, cereal, yes. I find generally mm-hmm. the, the fake ones are just as good to me. I don't, I don't eat a ton of cereal, but if I mm-hmm. do, they're generally the same. Chips are hit or miss. Like like ruffles, like the the H E B ruffles have like a different. I think I mentioned this before. Have like a different wavy texture. They're they're oh, okay. they're, they're like they're called ridges instead of ruffles, and they have like they're too thin. It's like a, a oh, corrugated roof, and the lines are too <laughs> close together, and they don't mm-hmm. catch the salt the same way. I don't like them. They're just weird. I see. Yeah. But my mm-hmm. my latest one that I fucking go crazy for. I love. Mm-hmm. I love Fritos and a lot of Frito brands, okay? Oh, okay. I love chili, so I love Frito, Mm -hmm. and I love Frito chili pies and stuff. They have chili cheese Fritos. You ever had these before? Oh, yes, absolutely. Amazing. The Mm H-E-B brand that I get, it's like double the amount of seasoning. Like the the flavor on them, 
compared to the regular ones it's like night and day difference and they are they it's almost like it hurts my tongue afterwards they're so fl- i have to okay i have to go <laughs> yeah. i have to go get some right now i'm so excited for them the other day when i opened them up i was like oh yeah that's right these are fucking amazing and every time mm-hmm. i get them they're consistently that way it's not like it's a fluke so that yeah if, if i find the, the good ones then i'm all about it but i will certainly always try the store brand and lately mm-hmm. heb's been knocking on the park especially with those chili cheese frites it's like whenever we come home from grocery shopping, we'll put our grocery bags on the floor and the dogs stick their heads right. in the bags. Is that you with those chips? Do you just like stick your entire head in there? Are they here? <laughs> put them in my mouth hole. Yeah. You nailed it. You've seen it. You don't realize how many rolls of toilet paper I've eaten thinking it was Frida. Um, but uh, but yes, yeah. So the, I, I'm totally in agreement with you. Chips are very hit and miss. Like, it's wild. I, I, I prefer... Um, certain like name brand chips, mm-hmm. like a, a Cool Ranch Dorito, right? Is is almost just like perfect. Like, why mess with the formula? Mm-hmm. There's some like off brand versions of that that you can get that are like okay, but most of the time they don't have as much seasoning on right. them. So it's like, eh, I don't know about that. But um, uh, yeah, like for for name brand stuff, mm-hmm. there are just certain things where I'm like, I I'm just gonna pay the money for this because it's just a generally speaking better quality there product like i uh at the beginning of this year or maybe the end of last year i bought my first pair of nikes ever oh just because i was like in a store uh-huh. and i i saw what they looked like and i was like i kind of like those they didn't have my size so i ordered them through nike's wow. app and i bought them and they are wonderful they're, that's awesome they're just like they're comfortable uh-huh. and they're like maybe twenty dollars more than i would normally spend on a pair of Perfect. shoes and I was like, I could have just been spending an extra 20 bucks <laughs> this and whole just time? <laughs> walking around comfortable the entire time. And they're great. They're Man. like, every time I put them on, I'm just like, I can't believe these shoes exist. And it's like, they've existed for decades at this right. point. M- millions and millions of people have had them. And I was just like, wow. I did not know. So, yeah. so late to the game on this. I, I actually have two pairs of Nike shoes at oh, this wow. point. Oh, wow. Um, really they, on on their app you can customize shoes and like design them yourself they are a little bit pricey but i'm like well, if i can customize these things right why the fuck not i mean they're gonna be quality stuff so um man that's awesome i haven't figured out a way to put our our uh ltas faces on there yet uh-huh. but you know i'm working on it you know You're like i need mm-hmm. a logo up uploader so i can put my own yeah. shit on here <laughs> yeah. man you've been rocking some sweet ass kicks we can put those on the yeah. store like do you want to buy ltas shoes yeah. they're 250 dollars <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but it's it's like you bought as customized as you could with our like our colors and then you just like glue mm-hmm. staked our logo on because they wouldn't let you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They have to be melded here, and then I do that yeah, work, exactly. and then I have to meld them back out. It's very cost ineffective. Hey, but that's the the brand we put out there, you know. Absolutely, above and beyond. Um, <laughs> another thing I'll like spend the money on is like anything Apple related. I know people who are big fans of like Android. They hate to hear the shit, but like I love my Apple we're, stuff. We're an an, an Apple household yep. here. Like everything we have, technologically speaking, is apple if possible um and it's just like ease of use is a huge thing for me it's like whenever i I buy new airpods i can sync them to my phone my computer my tv even Mm -hmm. effortlessly like it's just like hey yeah Yeah. it's like somebody coming over like hey guy i see you got some new earbuds you want me to pair those for you (laughs) guess what already did you don't gotta do shit it really is that simple and they're amazing it really is it's it's wild 
wild that it's that easy uh apple stuff for sure uh, for mm-hmm. me in our household it just connects and it's easier and it's so much i don't know it's just so much better because i mm-hmm. recently had my old like shitty earbuds that i bought that are like 25 bucks and i, I kept having to buy them over and over again because they kept breaking yes. and shit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh i got my airpods finally and it was great because my old earbuds had gotten to the point where like i was watching a movie i would have them connected at night and amanda was asleep so i would have my earbuds mm-hmm. in and if my ear got like itchy and i would take out my right earbud and i would like scratch my ear oh, yeah. it, it would use the sensor to do like you know it has like you touch it once for play and touch it twice for skip or whatever it would use whatever sensor mm-hmm. my earbud had i would take it out scratch my ear put it back in it would start my movie over and then that earbud would shut oh, down no Oh, no. And then I'd have to turn that earbud back on or put it back in its case to like put it to turn it back on and then resync it. And I was like, God, these are awful. They're they're cheap and they're awful. And I got mm. the uh, AirPods Pro, which I was worried about the size of them. That's for that's what I have as okay, well for my ears. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that I really needed the noise cancellation feature, which they have. Um, mm-hmm. I work at right now. I, I'm back working football games. I'm in the stadium and stuff. And I feel like I have some um, like sensory issues in my life. Like like I always notice like shirts and the collars and stuff where they fall on my on my my skin. Like I'm I'm sensitive to mm-hmm. sounds and stuff. <clears throat> I didn't realize until I got these things uh, when I when I put those in and they're like noise cancellation. I can put them in, in the stadium and it shuts out mm-hmm. nearly 100 percent of the sound. Like all the screams. Oh wow! It's like the mm-hmm. music might be like dimmed, but like the screaming sound and stuff goes away. I told Amanda yesterday I've had them for like five days now. Oh wow! I, when I put them in and they cancel out the noise, my I feel my body physically relax. Yes. And like at mm-hmm. a store or if I'm anywhere like in public and I can just put them in and not hear anybody. I didn't realize they are comforting. They are amazing. And then the fact mm-hmm. that they connect is so easily sometimes at the stadium or like just walking around. I don't even turn music on. I just put them in my ears so I don't have to fucking hear the world. <laughs> and it just makes the world <laughs> tolerable. Great. Yeah. And oh, yeah, absolutely. it's really helped me. It's been so interesting. So, yeah, 100 percent. Those are, are like the the Apple airpod you know actual like earbuds instead of the, sh- the cheap shit i've been buying were so much better yeah oh my god steven i didn't realize you were a pro bro as well just recently like, it, it's the oh, way to be it really so is good. it's just it's so good like anytime we travel i'll wear those on the mm-hmm. plane and cancel out that noise still a little bit of like humming or whatever right. but like light years better right. than Oh, the plane, I'm so excited. There. I'm going to oh Denver soon. That's going to be great for that. Oh, oh it's so fucking good. Plus, you so can good. connect two earbuds or two AirPods to the mm-hmm. same device. So if Amanda and I wanted to watch a movie like on an iPad, it'd be mm-hmm. so much like you used to. I used to have like um, all the I still do. I have like three or four of them. Like, these little headphone splitter connectors with like the yeah. cords, you know, and like mm-hmm. a lot of them, like one headphone would have really good volume and one would be really quiet. Like mm-hmm. they never really worked that well. And now it's just like, oh, they're just there and they have independent volume and it's just it just works. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh I'm God. just waiting for them to release their chips. I'm sure Apple chips are going to be great. They're going to put all the flavor on them. And then oh. <laughs> they're going to take over everything is what I'm saying. They have Apple Car coming Pretty out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just excited for, you know, the Amazon Apple takeover of the world. Um, it's just really, mm-hmm. really nice. It's going to be Kong versus Godzilla all over again. Wow. Do you think they're going to make like one that's going to make like a kaiju in the lab and then the other one's going to have to like make a robot like jaeger to fight honestly i assume they already exist Uh and that's why they're trying to get off the planet okay they're trying to flee like they got out chaos (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, uh, one one final thing I wanted to mention on the name brand thing is like uh, 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 storage containers for food. Mm. Like we we have like Rubbermaid containers for in, instead of like Tupperware, uh-huh. but um, we also have some like wild like knockoff i don't know what this is i fucking hate it every time i look at it i get pissed off like i literally feel my emotions become enraged oh, i love this you know? uh-huh. because the lids don't stack properly oh, I hate it. and they don't Rawr. like the the lids don't even fit on the containers properly you really have to like squeeze down on it and sometimes the i'll open up the fridge the next day and the lid is just like Popped off. Oh, wow. Why? 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 You have one one job. job. (laughs) Why are you doing this? So it's bad. So I'm like, if we get new food containers, Mm -hmm. they have to be either Rubbermaid or Tupperware brand because at least there's quality there. I feel comfortable being able to like stack lids and having the the container stay sealed if a lid is on top of it. That's... I can't not do that. Uh, so again, the HEB, they have their own containers and they, I've found them to be consistent and the best. And they're called oh, Texas okay. tough. Cause everything <laughs> in Texas has to be branded. That's right. Um, but yeah, made with real bullets. <laughs> I, I honestly, for years when I moved here, I avoided buying them because I hated the Texas. It like says it across the top. It's like the trash yeah. bags about Texas tough trash bags. Can't, can't bust through this Texas. <laughs> it's just like, God, guys, please. Mm-hmm. Can we just back off a little bit? Anyway, mm-hmm. very proud. Um, and yeah, but they've been, they've been pretty good. So I, I do, if you find consistent ones, you find good ones, then that's good. But otherwise, as long mm-hmm. as you find a good brand, you stick with it, then they can all stack together. That's, that's the key, I think. It's yes. the random yeah. Tupperware you, you acquire over time somehow. It's all mismatched. That's what I hate. We've got a little cabinet where we keep our, our Tupperware or food containers. And if I'm pulling out something from the back and it hits one of the off-brand ones, just lids fucking going everywhere oh, yeah. because they're, they don't, like, clip into each other. Drives me fucking insane. I hate it. Like, yep. just, just thinking about it right now, it's just like my blood pressure has gone up. I love... Okay, so we're talking about blood pressure going up for mm-hmm. <laughs> for food container stacking going wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you think right. Gen Z is talking about the same stuff on TikTok? Should I get on TikTok? Probably, yeah, talking, I imagine This so. is good content for them. They're going to clip this, right? They're going to put this out there and be like, oh my God, this is what we need to be talking about. Dude, so I like put the <laughs> lid on the container and watch. <laughs> and I don't even stay. I don't even stay. And then I come in, I'm like, life hack. <laughs> and we give a questionable life hack. Uh-huh. And <laughs> profit? Yeah. I don't understand the new internet. I don't know what's going on. Hey, kid, on. what do you know about spot welding? Oh. <laughs> so, okay, we like a DIY show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good hit. Hey, children, you don't own your own blowtorch? <laughs> well, defy your parents and go get one. I don't think this is... I don't think this is... This is questionable. Texas Tough Torches. <laughs> <laughs> They're sold next to the Tupperware. If it ain't Triple T, it ain't for me. I think that's a good place to start it. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Man, good times already. Just having fun up in here. Hell yeah, dude. I suppose. And Steven, lest we forget, Mm. we should go ahead and mention this now because (laughs) we got to do it. Uh, So uh, obviously today... uh, 
obviously i don't know why i keep trying to do obviously it's like like obviously i'm not puerto rican it's like well you, people don't know like how would they they know i'm we brown, say obviously yeah, yeah uh anyway uh today we're doing a pop culture catch up on the next episode oh yeah uh, let's talk about stuff we are going to talk about the movie rrr and that's not a, a group of seals rrr rrr what am I trying to say? Not a group of jubilant seals. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, no. This is the Bollywood slash Tollywood movie that you can watch on Netflix right now. It's about three hours long. So start watching it as soon as you hear this. Right. <laughs> you got a few days. And, yes. And then come back for the next episode where our friend Allison joins us to discuss this. Uh, we know this because we've already recorded the episode. I love it. It's great. It's It's in the bag, in the can. Uh, in the bag? Does that mean it's drunk? That episode's drunk. We had a lot of fun there. I mean, it was pretty fun. We weren't drunk. It's great. No. I wasn't. No. I no. don't know about Allison. She's no, always she... drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, guys, don't tell anybody that. No, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was a lot of fun, and I'm really, really excited for people to hear it. I will say that for a, a three-hour movie, mm-hmm. we generally like to talk about a movie as long as it airs, um, mm-hmm. but we did not do that. We did not have a three-hour episode, and we did not talk about it for three hours at all. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of other fun stuff and uh, ended the the episode with a great best friend questionnaire that Allison had. And it was Mm -hmm. just a hell of a lot of fun. Great episode. Certainly watch that movie come back. Yeah, Uh, there was a it was a shorter episode because uh, we had stuff to do uh, immediately after the record. So instead of two hours, it's just a scant hour and 57 minutes, 56 minutes, something like that. But it's under. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So I feel pretty good about that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Still counts. We aimed and we we had we attained. We yes. aimed and attained. That's mm. true. That's very true. That's all I can hope for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. It was. RRR. Uh, we don't want to tell you what the movie's about. Uh, it's three hours long. Uh, it's on Netflix. It uh, takes place in um, like the twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen twenties and South Asia. There. Um, it's just you really don't want to give anything away. I, I really don't want to give anything away. Like it's an, just an, go watch an it. experience, you know, it's yeah, it's a long movie, but it keeps you entertained throughout. Oh, my God. It's so entertaining. Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. hella fun. And uh, and we our episode kind of reflects that, I hope. I think so. Yeah. Not this one. This one's no. horrible. Yeah, this one, one sucks. Great. This one fucking sucks, dude. Oh, my God. I hate it. I fucking it. Dude, I fucking if hate the, it, dude. If the next one's Tony the Tiger. Great. Uh huh. What's this episode, Brent? Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Again, though, every time you say Arby's, I yeah. do still want some curly fries. Look, you're gonna ingest this episode and then immediately <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, I just never want those meats. No. Although that's a Gen Z thing lately. Oh, actually, uh, I said no that? just to co-sign you, but I do like Arby's. Actually. Okay, there you uh, go. I, See, I just, it's always a joke. I don't, I don't know why Arby's is such a punchline <laughs> for me. It's just a good punchline. Just, well, you know, in general, yeah. I think a lot of people. Gen Z, though, I've, I've seen a few clips mm-hmm. uh, going on YouTube or Twitter and stuff of, like, TikToks, and uh, they've been, like... They've basically been, like, everybody's always joked about how bad Arby's is, and so they've just never mm-hmm. gone. And then they're oh. like, oh, it's actually pretty good. You should go. And they're like, what the fuck? This is good. Like, yeah. why are people? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me curious. I haven't had one in a long time, actually. Oh, my God. I, I love Arby's. I don't eat it very often, but right. I, I really do enjoy a, a, a beef and cheddar. Oh, my oh. God. So good. The Arby's sauce is good. Uh, late 
in my life, I discovered the horsey sauce is pretty good as well, mm-hmm. which is just like horseradish sauce or whatever. Right. So, you know what? It's horsey just like, sauce. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to curb using Arby's as a punchline. Oh, Again, yeah. as you'll hear next episode. But, <laughs> it is, you know, they can handle it. It's fine. Yeah. When, you're, when your sign is a giant ass cowboy hat, you just, just welcome the insults, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that, I don't know where to move on from Arby's now because I, I am kind of obsessed with it in my mind. I feel like I need to go to that. So I'm going to go leave you here. I'm going to go get some Arby's. I'm okay. going to stop by H-E-B, give me some chili cheese burritos, have myself a good afternoon. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I know, is Literally. It too much? Literally, yeah. <laughs> eat it all on the toilet. It'll be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, you want to get into some pop, 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 pop culture ketchup? I really stumbled over myself there. I, oh, it's fine. Oh, yeah. pop, 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 it's fine. Steven, this episode sucks. It's okay. You're in a safe space. Thank you. God, okay. Yes. I can hug uh, myself. Feel we, good. We don't have any guests on this episode, so it's... it's They've bag- been carrying us lately. That's the problem. They, they really have been. Yeah. Everybody's been so fucking good. <laughs> and now here we are, back in our bullshit, you know? <laughs> Doing a terrible job. All right, what do you got, man? I'm, I'm, um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, so uh, there, there's a podcast I listen to, uh, and they were going to talk about a particular movie, and I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't watched this movie in a while, not since my wife and I first started dating. Oh. I, I want to see if this movie is streaming somewhere. If so, I'm going to watch it, and that's what I did. Stephen, I rewatched Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Dude, we watched that the other day. Really? Holy shit. We watched that like every few months, to be okay. honest. So I, this is why I wanted to bring this up, because uh-huh. uh, first of all, uh, it's about best friends, you know? There How you can go. I not bring this up? Totally. Um, so I remember watching this way back in the day, like maybe uh, early 2003. Mm, As okay. I was re-watching the movie, I had zero recollection of oh anything that happened in it. So it was like watching it for the first time. But I, I know I watched it because uh, w- when we first started dating, my, my now wife was like, oh, I, I like this movie a lot. Right. And she owned it, brought it over. We watched it. Um, but yeah, this was like an entirely new experience. That is and so fun for me. God. I fucking love this movie. Yes. It is so much fun. There were it's like a so couple good. of points where I was like, I don't know about this like little like weird moment in this movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as the movie progressed, I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. This movie is just fucking insane. It goes way beyond what it really needed to be at the time. I, uh-huh. I honestly think it was kind of not revolutionary. It, uh, it was a little bit genius. It, yeah. it holds up so fucking well. Yeah. And it's so quirky, but in just the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so good. There's, uh, I, you know, this movie's coming up on 20 years old at this point, so mm-hmm. I'm not terribly worried about spoiling things. But there is a like an imaginary dream sequence that takes yeah. up a good chunk of the movie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, really? Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like there's some absurd shit that happens in the movie. It's a dance but sequence. It's just, you just go. F- yeah, yeah. The right. dance sequence where the end. Holy shit! And that is like actually happening in the the reality right, of the real, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just so wild. I would absolutely put this in the rotation of movies to oh, rewatch. It, it, it was so much fun. I was so, I was surprised at how much I I liked it. I imagine your wife rewatched it with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And had, has she kept up with it over the years, or had she also not seen it in a while? Uh, she hadn't seen it in a while either, but she was more familiar with it than I was. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, this movie's pretty weird. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. 
I don't know what brought it up the other week. Uh, it might have been like a couple months ago now, but it's within the last like two months, I guess, that we watched it. But it's like somebody brought it up, and I was just like, oh, yeah, they're really good. Like, Mir Servino and uh, Phoebe. Lisa Kudrow. I yeah, Lisa Kudrow mm-hmm. are both really great. At, like, Lisa Kudrow, I think, is um one of the best comedians of her era um the the more things i see her in she's just really great and obviously like ursula uh and phoebe and stuff uh from her tv show days in the 90s were really great but um she's done like a lot of other things that i just really like so Mm -hmm. that one that one in particular romy michelle's i think is great also i've learned more and more um since like the harvey weinstein stuff about mira sorvino and i always liked her in the 90s but Mm -hmm. Then she kind of went away, and it's like, yeah, it was because he, like, kicked her out of Hollywood, essentially, and made her, like, unhirable by a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, he was a fucking dick to her. Like, I I like that she's gotten a little more recognition lately, and I Mm -hmm. have been trying to give it to her because I didn't realize um, what had happened to her, really. But Mm -hmm. when I see her, I get so excited, and any old thing, new thing, whatever— and uh, and this one, she she's killer as like a comedian. She has like great comedic timing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the the way they interact with each other, and then like the people are like around them, it's mm-hmm. just it, everything just seems so fully fleshed out. Right. Which, Janine Garofalo. Oh yeah. Fucking great. She's great. Like I, I don't know. I just like being in the world and and being around those characters because they all have such like distinct and big personalities. Right. But they're not annoying somehow it just yeah. it just it, everyone has like a bit of charisma sprinkled around yeah it just like has a certain era 1997 wow 25 years though oh yeah damn I've, for yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so even longer um mm-hmm. i didn't, i thought it was like 99 for some reason but um mm-hmm. 97 um yeah <gasps> it's oh just a good feeling to like, that era this movie came out the same year as limp biscuit's debut album three dollar <gasps> bill y'all can you wow. imagine that helps to put it in context. That's, see? This is this is what people need. This came out around the time Scream Two came out. See, that helps me. Okay. Place it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and it just like has a good. I don't know. There's the movies of that era, like late, mid to late ninety, like comedy, uh, like romantic comedies, buddy comedies, and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just had a good feeling to them. This one is is no exception. And um, Alan Cumming is fucking great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I love like finding new trivia about movies that I grew up on or like watched for years. Yeah. The cowboy that smokes all the time and flicks cigarettes at Jeannie Garofalo, who yeah. like barely talks uh, until like the very end, whatever. It's Justin Thoreau. Yeah. Justin Thoreau, who's like a writer, and uh, I don't know if he's still with um, what's her face, Jennifer uh, Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. They're they're they were married for two years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like well, a bit role that he had, and I was like, oh, he's like. Oh, a really famous writer now and like mm-hmm. actor and stuff and uh they just have like the more you dive into it there's even more people involved so yeah good call man i'm so glad you rewatched that man i i always confuse justin thoreau with um justin trudeau who's like the <laughs> prime minister of canada i think yeah is that right it's like uh, i can't get their names correct they both yeah. kind of look similar to me that's hilarious yeah mm-hmm. i mean he can pull that role off mm-hmm. i feel like um if they did like a tv movie and yeah. then one of the cast an American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's just like really distraught. Like his first day in office, he's like, oh, there's just so much, so much going on here. I, I thought I knew, but, uh, it, it's, it's worse than I thought here. He like reaches into a refrigerator, <laughs> pulls open or pulls out a, a can of maple syrup. <laughs> and they're like, I don't, I don't think 
this was shot in Canada. I think this was like, it might be in Vermont, maybe. It's, like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, sometimes you'll see an American movie that was shot in Canada and things just feel off. It's right. like the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like what we think Canada or Canadian movies are like. Like, did we get it? Mm-hmm. Do we call it, guys? Yeah. Never, nobody can go up there. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what it's like. They were like, uh, what oh, kind man. of sandwich do you want? It's like, ah, oh, definitely our ham. <laughs> Like, wait. You can just say you can just say Canadian bacon. It's, you can just say. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, mm-hmm. that's quite amazing. Um, so Romy and Michelle's yeah, Romy and good, Michelle, good yeah. one. Was it's there? Uh, did you listen to the podcast? I did. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Scott has it seen. It's a a. Uh, 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 show hosted by um scott ackerman from comedy bang bang uh-huh. and um oh god i can't think of like uh sean distan uh who's a, okay. a comedian uh, but they kind of go over um movies that scott ackerman didn't see when he was growing up because he he says that he was like during a specific time in his life he was only watching like prestige movies or whatever so he's right. missed a lot of like cultural or pop cultural touchstones leading up to it so um yeah, this, this concept, was one yeah. and uh he he knew or maybe knows lisa kudrow um, oh, because okay. she was a um she was an improv uh mm-hmm. comedic actress right around that time so um yeah it, it was a good episode they liked it yeah i was glad uh i am glad to hear that i was wondering um that's like one of those movies that i don't think people would really give a shot if they're just watching like prestige movies yes, but they yeah. certainly should like absolutely like yeah. it gets lost in the shuffle of right. those early or i guess late 90s early 2000s comedies mm-hmm. and oh my god this is going to be in the rotation for sure oh i love it it's good I love so it. much fun very good call there, um, there is yeah. there is one point where uh like I guess they were a, a little bit like outcasty in high school. Like whenever you see the flashbacks, mm-hmm. uh, Mira Servino is is a, a little bit overweight. Like you can't really I know, not, tell. Yeah. Like even <laughs> by our standards now, it's just like oh, she just looks normal. That's Harvey Weinstein again. Yeah, he's like call her overweight. She's a fatty fat. It's, it's like, like you're bad. Give man. her a larger blazer than necessary. <laughs> but I guess that's it. And then Lisa Kudrow has her neck in a brace. But right. otherwise, they look like basically normal. But. Um, in the like modern times of the movie, which I guess is 97, um, they show up to the reunion and they're like trying to, I guess, like ingratiate themselves into mm. like to the popular people or whatever. Right. And it's like, oh, we have to have like fancy jobs. Otherwise, they're good. But it's like you're two gorgeous fucking women showing oh, up at yeah. this reunion. I think you kind of won the thing. Right. Like, so that part <laughs> which of it is what is, they realize, which is good. So, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you just don't have to like think about that part of it so hard right. but yeah they just like show up it's, looking like uh, yeah tins. it's like the paint covered overalls scenario <laughs> from like not another teen movie where they're like oh man her hair's in a ponytail she's fucking ugly yeah she's got glasses oh yeah. disgusting Ugh, gross yeah <laughs> but yeah that's kind of the era as well right like you have to believe that both of them are like unpretty outcasts yeah kind of thing in their high school or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like oh but it's it's fucking them you know so yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, it good is. call though. It is what it is. You know, it's it's a fun movie. People should check it out. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad you watched that. Um, so I wanted to say that we were, you know, it's we're it's in September now. We're gonna have our um, horror movie month, you know, for October coming up, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited for that. And I'm so excited for it that I've been watching horror movies for like a month now. 
Oh, wow. um, I'm just fully into fall. I've I've completely transitioned over. Exactly September 1st, like at midnight, I changed my my podcast, not my podcast, my playlist on Spotify. I keep mm. like seasonally, so I changed over to my autumn 2022 playlist okay. for any new music that I might find, where I keep in a bucket for each uh, each thing. So I'm I'm fully in the fall mood right now. Uh, I just wanted to throw out a few things I've watched. And I can't remember if I've mentioned anything lately on the show, but mm-hmm. I have watched some of the Friday the 13th, but I watched them in these orders. Number four, six, seven, back to five. What? what? It's only because it's not as good. I oh. like four a lot. Four is cool. It's got a little Corey Feldman in it. And then uh, his character, Tommy Jarvis, that's like four, five, six, or his little like Tommy Jarvis tr- trilogy, whatever. But five is just not that great. And then six is my favorite one. It's like the scream of the series. And they, they, they it's more meta. Um, they like joke about things that are happening around them. There's like a, a guy talks to the camera and he's like, what kind of sick perverts get their entertainment by murders or whatever? And it's like, oh, us watching this movie. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. so Turns out women <laughs> listening to true crime. Uh, just like right. a lot of people in general. A lot of them. Uh, and then so after I watched six, I watched seven, which has a, a telepathic. Uh, or telekinetic um, superhero went in it. Uh, And it's pretty rad because it's just so weird. Mm -hmm. And then I went, finally I was like, well, I liked those enough. I'm going to go back and watch five. So I'm Mm -hmm. going ahead and watching it. But that was a different order. I figured it was kind of fun. Yeah. uh, This brings up something I meant to mention on the show a while back, but like uh, I think it was in July, uh, like mid-July, I, uh, my wife and I had gone clothes shopping and I was trying to buy some new shorts and some new tank tops and whatnot. I came across a graphic tee that, and I've, I've been kind of like phasing out my graphic tee buying mm. over the, the years. Uh, excellent. But, no, I wouldn't keep that up, but <laughs> his, his plan is coming to fruition. <laughs> uh, but I came across one where I was like, I, I fucking love this. Oh, awesome. So Stephen, I bought my first horror flavored <sighs> graphic tee which is a friday the 13th shirt oh awesome that says like welcome to camp crystal lake or uh-huh. whatever i've only worn it once you know because i'm yep. just like i gotta i gotta like save this you know right 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 but uh man it's, it's fucking coming. stellar you know that's I, awesome I, fucking love it. I love how much you've gotten into this world because mm-hmm. and i've grown i think having seen through your eyes like a, a new horror fan you know burgeoning mm-hmm. helped me kind of like re get it re in touch whatever with with that uh yeah. and then our friends as well that are so into the horror like our you know Erie international and, and terror table friends that mm-hmm. do horror podcasts and stuff and they're they're living that life all the time i'm like oh that's like you can just watch these movies all the time you can read these books you can do all this <laughs> stuff and it's made me embrace it a little bit more too and uh, i fucking love it so and i love that you're loving it that's awesome great t-shirt too oh um and then i also i can remember i might have mentioned this one i watched the scream series backwards five four three two one. Oh, really okay just because i started with five the new one and i, I like it a lot and then i i've been rewatching four a whole bunch because i feel like i'm catching up on a movie that i now like and didn't watch mm-hmm. for so long and then i was like well if i'm already doing that i might as well keep going backwards and just see what that ride's like never mm-hmm. done it before so that was kind of interesting it's like i've seen mm-hmm. them so many times i love them all for different reasons and uh, watching it in reverse order, just kind of, I don't know, just different flavor for something so that I'm used to. When you watched it in reverse order, were you watching Scream 22 and like, mm. hey, you spoiled the first movie. Guys, you can't just talk about Billy. I don't know Billy yet. <laughs> you, you gotta give a spoiler. Alert. It's 2022. You know better. Mm. Gen <laughs> like, Z. Billy, is Jimmy in this too? Is this a double dragon reference? Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Connections I never even saw coming. Yep. Maybe Billy I would Lee, find Jimmy Lee, Lee. Double oh. Dildo Dragon. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. I watched that movie. 
Man, what a, oh, I was going to say, I don't remember if we also talked about, uh, we, maybe a little bit, the, mm-hmm. the Scream 6 news, which is uh, the latest oh. one that um, has wrapped filming. We don't know what it's really going to be called really? yet. But, wow. Uh, yeah, they, they're pumping it out like they did with Scream, Scream 2 back in the day, like within mm-hmm. a year of Scream coming out. It's like they're doing the same thing now, and they, they want it out like immediately. Um, it takes place in New York City. It's like they're New going York to, City. New York City. They're going to... <laughs> They're going to um, the, like college, I think, and so like a whole different vibe. I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. They've they wrapped filming the other day, but uh, Sydney's not in it. Um, I I still hold out hope that she's gonna have like a cameo. They've been like pulling a fake out on this whole, this whole time, but mm-hmm. Nev Campbell had like uh, negotiations fall through. They weren't giving her enough money. They weren't valuing her as her mm-hmm. role in the series and everything. Uh, when it first broke, I was kind of like, well, I I didn't really bother me. I didn't really know the whole story, but I I, I just kind of figured. You know, you can't have Sydney there forever. Like, her story's done. I don't want her to be put in harm's way over and over again, even though I love mm-hmm. her character and stuff, and I want to see her. Like, I'm also like, well, there's a new generation for a reason and whatever. So, like, yeah. I was kind of, like, okay with it. Um, the fact that they've kind of screwed her over, though, is really taking a turn to me. It's like, I'm still going to watch the movie, but I mm-hmm. wonder if it'll keep fans away. I wonder what it'll feel like. I'm Like I said, I'm still holding out hope. They're going to have it. It's like John Cusack was not in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. And oh, they got yeah. Adam Scott as his like son in it, but mm-hmm. then he shows up like spoiler alert for Hot Tub Time Machine two. He has, he has like a cameo where he shows up briefly, oh, yeah, to be like to like maybe have a Hot Tub Time Machine three or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like maybe they're gonna pull one of those. Like they didn't give her enough money, but maybe it's all a fake out and she's really gonna be in Scream seven, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. I don't know, but uh, I I don't remember how much I ever talked about that on the show. So I have mixed feelings about it, but um, she certainly deserves her due. She's she is the heroine of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of made me realize rewatching Friday the Thirteenth that Tommy Tommy Jarvis trilogy starts off with like a little boy. He grows up into like a young man, goes through some mental institution stuff. Always wants to kill Jason. Always thinks he's getting out or whatever. Um, he becomes sort of a like as Jason is the hero of that series right you're following the villain um mm-hmm. he becomes like a hero that you follow for a while and sydney's kind of that way too right she's mm-hmm. she's the michael myers she's the freddy she's the jason of scream Ghostface is the one that changes all the time so she is the consistency and i do feel a, a love for her that way but um mm-hmm. yeah it'd be interesting to see what they actually come up with i like a lot of the new characters i like scream 2022 a lot so i hope that new one's pretty good too but uh we'll see mm-hmm. what it does with her so yeah wow that's crazy i didn't realize they finished shooting already but it's so fast when does it come out i think it's supposed to come out like around christmas this year of this year of this year what which is how so scream came out uh december of 1996 and then Mm -hmm. scream 2 came out like december of two of 1997 they they wrote it filmed it and released it with within a year like it was just less than a year like a week Mm -hmm. and then the new one, I think they're doing the same thing. Like they just came out as a huge juggernaut hit. And um, okay, so wait, untitled scream sequel, March thirty first, twenty twenty three is the release date right now. So just after it would be like just over a year, a uh, year and a few months, I guess. So okay. they're gonna try for early March. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like later this year. That's what it's showing on on this whatever website right now. So damn, scream seven well, is just gonna be the director is pointing a camera at a lady typing the script for, <laughs> for that movie. It's a found footage film yeah. live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? They redo it every night. 
they like the events they, they have this shot where it's like uh the the camera is pointing at the the lady you see the back of the typewriter but the front of her face she's typing like very like um uh intensely uh-huh and then at a certain point she looks up at the page because old school typewriter she looks up at the page and she has horror on her face gets up leaves the room like runs out the camera turns around looks at the page it's just like ghost face mask oh mm-hmm. she's been typing out she's been typing his mask the whole time oh my god she didn't even realize it yeah damn that's crazy, man. I want to watch that movie. I mean, I, I just told it to you. That's good. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't even have to. It was free. Um, yeah, and then finally, uh, last night we watched Halloween 2 again. I've been watching oh. that one like a ton this year. I've revisited it, and I just haven't seen it in a long time. All right, I, I kind of do every once in a while, but I found I really like it, and I found some love for it online that other people also really like it. And it never got as much love, but it has some really cool characters in it. I really like it. It's like a, a direct continuation of the first one. I might have even mentioned that one recently because I watched it like a month ago and like a month mm-hmm. before that. But yeah. uh, Amanda hasn't really seen that one as well uh, as much. So we watched it last night and uh, she dug it too. So um, I really like that one. I like Halloween, Halloween 2. Halloween 3 is a new one for me. It's super mm-hmm. fun. And then um, is that the the season of the witch? Yeah, the one's okay. like completely different, but it's so weird. And I realized again, it was like a, an '80s movie that I just lost to me. I, I I feel like I need to make up for lost time and like rewatch it over and over again. Uh, yeah. But it's really fun. And then I drop out of that series until H two O, and then you know the new ones mostly. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it's been fun to revisit those. Yeah, I I haven't seen any of the Halloween movies outside of the original. And Ooh. then the uh, the newer ones, 2018, and right. then Halloween Kills. Oh, so you still so, haven't seen H2O? No, no, uh-uh, no. So I'm I'm waiting though because I want to see Halloween Ends. So I'll right. have like that's right. You said that once. Quadrilogy, and then like I'll be able to go and, and watch these other right. movies. I am very curious to watch Season of the Witch because I feel oh, like yeah. at the time people didn't like it, but now people are looking back on it, knowing what it is, and seeing right. like an attempt to try something different the franchise and th- it seems like maybe there's even a little bit of like nostalgia mm-hmm. with some people oh for sure yeah. yeah some people that really watched it and understood it like or it scared the shit out of them as kids yeah like it has a i mean there's no michael myers it has a completely different vibe mm-hmm. but a good vibe i didn't realize mm-hmm. was also kind of cool um and the music also it's like it's still the same kind of idea but it's like really synth heavy and stuff mm-hmm. um it'll be interesting for you when you do go back because one two and h2o are kind of a trilogy really resurrection mm-hmm. as well but I, I just don't watch that one um yeah. but those three are, are like a good trilogy and then the new ones obviously it's like a quadrilogy are uh, pretty interesting so it'd be fun when you do get to go revisit those and then three whenever you can throw it in because it's also fun so yeah it is good crazy call. that this horror franchise has such a uh wide variety of branching timelines oh i know you know yeah. And that's the thing with like Scream. That's why I'm like, well, you can do whatever you want. Like we also always follow Laurie Strode, but not mm-hmm. always in that series. They they dropped her for a while when she didn't want to come back. And they did they literally did a completely different movie mm-hmm. with like masks and all this other stuff. Um that series has been really wild. Jason's series has also been wild wild. It starts off with his mom, then it's him with a like a burlap sack, then he yeah. gets the mask in the third one, which is terrible and 3D. And then it gets kind of fun and good and goofy. And like, mm-hmm. then he becomes a zombie and it's like, they really can go wherever. 
Uh, yeah. Scream is kind of like stuck to its things. Halloween, like timeline wise, is all over the place. And uh, but in a fun way, like you can mm-hmm. pick and choose that way. Yeah. Uh, and different fans have different love for different ones and whatever. So, yeah, it's an interesting series. I still like that original movie so much. And I like the new ones. I just think they're really killer. <laughs> I see what you did there. And <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed> it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I've got, I got, I got, got some stuff. Steve, I got some fucking stuff. I, I believe it, man. Um, Let's talk about it. So, why, we just start a podcast. Let's just. <laughs> um, so, Close up on a typewriter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so there's a separate podcast that I listen to. I listen to way too many podcasts. You do but, like uh, podcasts. Uh, it's a, a show called Get Animated, uh, which is Ooh, a spinoff show of a show called Get Played, which in itself is a spinoff show of how did this get made? Uh, look, a lot of oh, way, way too many layers. There. I didn't realize. But the uh, the the show Get Played used to be called How Did This Get Played? It's a video game podcast hosted by Nick Weiger, Heather Ann Campbell, and Matt Apodaca. And uh, they at the beginning of the show, like maybe the first year and a half or so, they talked about bad video games and stuff. Mm. They realized that that was detrimental to their lives because it's just like <laughs> you have to spend such a long amount of time or yeah, such a long time playing these terrible games. And you just yeah. like you just don't want to do it like you don't want to spend two hours watching a bad movie. But at least it's two hours, right? And you're, you're done, done with it or whatever. Video games can be longer. <laughs> They're like, um, this is actively ruining my life. My yes. wife is about to leave me. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You have to <laughs> yeah. like interact with this thing that you're not enjoying. All yeah, of this that's stuff, right? awful. Yeah, good uh, point. So eventually, they change the format to where they just talk about video games in general. Sometimes they play bad games. Most of the time, they just talk about like stuff they're playing now. Yeah, yada right yada on. yada. They recently started, I think, at the end of May of this year, a spinoff show called get animated where they talk about uh an anime series uh in depth and they do two episodes at a time the first show they started talking about was uh, or is called neon genesis evangelion have you ever heard of this i have heard of that but you're not where yet. i was mm-hmm. because it was That's like it. i've <laughs> i've heard these three words strung together and i i know there are some mechs involved these giant mm. robots or whatever that was literally everything I knew. And I've only read it somewhere. I thought it was Evangelion, but I assume you've I listened know. to this podcast, so that's... They, they really I just, don't... That's like one of those, I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I'm probably saying it wrong. No, Evan, but I don't know. Evangelion, Evangelion. I don't, they don't, really don't even say that word in the show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, I thought it was just off. like a, a, a general... <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I thought it was just like a general show about mech warriors or something like that like people mm. pilot these like mech suits and fight off aliens or something like that holy shit uh <laughs> this show is wild dude uh-huh. it is like way different than i thought it was going to be um and there was nothing that was spoiled for me like i refrained from looking up anything about it on wikipedia nice. until the show ended uh, the the series is 26 episodes long, so it's not like you have to watch several hundred hours of anime or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's 26 episodes, and then there's a movie called The End of Evangelion, and uh, all of that shit is on Netflix. So the general story <laughs> is that there's uh, uh, a couple of catastrophic events in the world that happen, and um, like two major ones that mm-hmm. take place in uh 
I think that the show itself takes place in like 2015 or whatever, even though the show came out in, I think maybe 96, 97, you know, yeah. just, they heard that biscuit album drop and they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> Everything biscuit, goes back to scream biscuit. Two, let's do this. <laughs> so, um, but in this like city called, um, it's like Tokyo three, I think, um, uh, because the first two got leveled because of these, uh, events, cataclysmic mm-hmm. events, uh, they've rebuilt and now these creatures called angels show up and they try to like fuck shit up in this, this city. So oh. it's like a little bit of what I thought, like, oh, you have to use these robots to kill these giant like alien creatures or whatever. But then as you start peeling away the onion on the creatures and like the the um, uh, the, the government agency that's in charge of stopping them. And the personalities involved with all of this shit, holy shit! You, this is some of the most like dense lore. Man, it sounds great. Fictional like entertainment I've ever heard of. Like, there, there's like so much. Like, I've watched the entire series and that last movie, and I still have so many fucking questions about like <laughs> wait, what. So, he, listening to the podcast after watching two episodes at a time, uh, it really helped like solidify or reinforce Mm -hmm. things that I watched or put a new vantage point on it. Um, because the, the pilots of the, um, the, the, the like mech mech warriors uh are all children. Mm -hmm. And there's, as as you watch the series, I'm, I'm purposely going to try to not spoil things. Right. But as you like get further in the series, you realize that the pilots of all the children uh, or the, the children pilots are all like they don't have parents, mm. for example. So so they're expendable. A little bit. Yeah. They mm. all go to the same school. Um, there are uh, uh, new characters that like come in and uh, not everyone makes it out alive. Um, and damn. Uh, <laughs> You're the, like, the, I don't want to say anything. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the like mech um, like. Yeah, like the mechs they ride around in. Uh-huh. Um, you find out that maybe they're not entirely mechanical. Oh, yeah. Um, man, there's just, like, so much fucking shit. Like, every character has, like, a twist or two to oh, them. Oh, I love it. And But a lot of it is, is told through, um, not through, like, explicit narration. A lot of it is just like, oh, that's a weird character choice. Uh-huh. For them to make, but then you eventually yourself will piece together why they have this motivation mm. or whatever. But it, it, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I'm still like trying. To, I'm not smart enough for this show. <laughs> clearly, it is. It's so like complicated and convoluted, but it's such a joy to watch and uh-huh. just like. It's kind of like uh, if you watched Lost back in the day, mm-hmm. and you got to have these water cooler talks after. You know, after an episode aired, you're like, oh, what do you think this meant? Like, why would they have this here if this is going on? Right, right. Um, and that podcast helps for that. Oh, my God. It really does. So you uh, had only found this because of the podcast that you found through other podcasts, blah, 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 right? Right. That's how you stumbled upon it? That's right. great. Because mm-hmm. then you you find this new property that you're, like, mm-hmm. floored by. And, like, you and I have talked about not really getting, like, needing to know more anime to get into. Yeah. And this sounds awesome. Like, it is uh, accessible, yeah. you know? So... It's not that big of a commitment, and uh, it, it's really enjoyable. Um, there, There is a, a portion of the show, and I'll say, like, the last two episodes in particular get um, 
quite meta mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's like maybe they use storyboards as part of like telling <laughs> the story. That's but interesting. Then, but then the um, I guess in Japan, the the ending to the main series was so controversial that uh. they would like do that approach. They uh, made that movie, the end of Evangelion, uh-huh. um, as a response to some of that. So they, they kind of retell uh, the last two episodes in the oh, movie in the, the first like hour or so. But it's like from a different vantage point. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's a little bit more straightforward. But also there's like a whole like crazy shit that happens later on. And it's just like it's wild, man. And of course, it's, you know, it's horny. Of course, it's going to oh, be horny, you know. OK, so, you know, keep that in mind. You, you don't want to watch this with children. Do you get to see two Macs w- scissoring? <laughs> you tell me right now, Brent. You spoil Again, that shit for Steven, me. Steven, <laughs> subtext is going to be important for watching this show. So I would say if if uh, you or our listeners have an interest in watching anime without mm-hmm. having to invest a shitload of time into it, I think this is an excellent starting point because right this shit gets crazy. That's it, awesome. Uh, the Heather Ann Campbell said that this is her favorite show of all time. Oh yeah. And she, she has rewatched it at least once a year for the past 20 years. Wow. Every time she does so she gets something new out of it. And, um, yeah, I think this is like a good way to dip one's toe into the world of anime while also having, um, a bit more to chew on than, um, what you would maybe expect you know it's going to be more thought-provoking than watching dragon ball z or or one piece or something like that uh i'm not saying those are not quality shows i'm just saying this is like uh for uh a more uh, adult-minded uh viewing i would say yeah that sounds awesome um i was reading kind of about it looking at the pictures and it's like um, there's like little gifts and stuff, I guess, online. Of the, Don't like look at the gifts. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> of it online. And um, while you were talking, and then it, it says stuff about it, like comic books have been sort of mm-hmm. presented to me. Or like, like how, do you, how, do you, how did I get into comic books, right? Like you can't just be like, oh, here, read Spider-Man. And then mm-hmm. like you start me where, right? Like yeah. where, do I, where do you drop a new person in? And you did it in a good way that you found graphic novels like one off books that i could get behind that were really really stellar mm. that would like with the art and the writing and stuff that would really get me enveloped and then want more comics after that and then eventually i could work my way into you know like the avengers or whatever or daredevil and mm-hmm. and do those like week or a month to month stories or whatever and this is the same kind of way like people were talking about like why is it so popular or like there's like articles about like how this movie or how this tv show changed anime forever like it right. seems like one of those things that people that are new to that world can latch on to mm-hmm. and uh so it makes sense of why you would or like it why it looks really interesting to me mm-hmm. and that would be like a good one to start off and then maybe branch out from there so right um mm-hmm. it's been so hard for me to figure out like where to go like what do i what am i looking for from anime yeah. where to start so this is that's only great it it seems like um an, an issue for me at the very least is there like you said there's so much anime so much manga out there like i don't know where to start i right. don't know who's good who's a good storyteller yada yada um uh hideo ano i think is his name mm-hmm. i'm probably mis mispronouncing it but he's like the the main showrunner Hideaki, Hideaki, yeah. Like there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do our best. We're sorry. We, we're trying. <laughs> um, but he, 
he has like won me over. It's like, uh-huh. oh, I'll, I'll just check there out whatever he, he does regardless. It's like if, if someone was only familiar with Eastern culture and they came over here to the West, mm-hmm. like what would you point them to right, for our animation? You could just be like, oh, like Walt Disney, I guess. But he, uh, you know, he had some, div- you know, <laughs> some, some, some bad points of view uh, on occasion. But like you point them to like Pixar movies or whatever. Yeah. Just like having... Uh, a a lane to start with, you know, just right. like walk down the anime aisle and be like, anything down here is going to be a good starting point for you, and you kind of expand out from there. Yeah, uh, it helps. Yeah, absolutely. So anything I can do to, to help spread that word, because you know, there's there's some good stuff out there. We're just not familiar with it. He, uh, I was looking at his stuff as well online, and uh, he did the 2006 Japanese Shin Godzilla movie, which I still haven't seen. <laughs> Um, but I wonder if you had seen that one. Do you remember that one at all? No, it's wait, like the I old that was... school. Like I can't see it. It's like the oh. old school, like you know, costumed. I thought one. that was the um, the 2014. This says uh, Shin Godzilla 2016 Japanese kaiju. Oh, film. 2016. Sorry, I thought you said uh, t- uh, 2006 for some reason. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this mm. one's 2016. It's not okay. like the the reboot they did here in America. It's like right. they they answered that with like an old school like a real mm-hmm. one whatever and he was part of that like a live action you know I've, um yeah so yeah, it's I've interesting i've not seen it but i've heard it's supposed to be really fucking good and it's supposed to uh play with metaphor uh, mm-hmm. like the original one mm-hmm. did like the the original one was a metaphor for like uh nuclear holocaust right and i think this one's gonna be similar yeah, that's interesting yeah it yeah. talked about yeah there was some because of uh plans for the domestic our our american domestic uh godzilla film in 2014 they responded with with this one i guess mm-hmm. um and it was inspiration was drawn from the uh fukushima daiichi nuclear disaster and the 2011 earthquake and tsunami um oh. so it's like yeah more modernized i guess mm-hmm. but it, also crazy by the way just so weird because this would never happen in, in america and the academy awards here the oscars it it received 11 Japan Academy Prize nominations and won seven, including Picture of the Year and Director of the Year. Oh, hell yeah, dude. A Godzilla movie or a King Kong movie would never fucking win anything like, <laughs> yeah, besides yeah. like technical awards here, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. I love that. So, yeah, that's cool that uh, that's like you need to latch on to any creators that you find in those realms that you're new to mm-hmm. and then at least branch out from there. People they've worked with, but you, that's good. You can find his stuff. So, mm-hmm. And now... The nominees for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama. Godzilla in Downton Abbey, the movie. She was great in she that. She was great, hear. man. Like, they did her makeup really well. You really? Can't even tell. I mean, like, I believe, the, you know, I believe she was there. Yeah, you can't even tell her, like, Japanese accent. She sounds English. <laughs> she does. She sounds great. And you think maybe it's a dub. It's not. She practiced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just that good. She's incredible. Unstoppable. Yeah. And don't even get me started on Mira Sorvino. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Can't even tell. She played the carriage. Of course. She's amazing. She can act she as can do anything. anything. She's incredible. crazy. Incredible. <laughs> uh, what about you? What else do you have? Man, that's amazing. I, I'm going to, I saved that one. I'm going to check that out because uh, right. I, I, I too want some anime flavor in my life a little bit. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm, yeah. I want to branch out into that a little bit. The manga we've read have been really stellar. Uh, again, mm-hmm. that's like all mostly horror stuff. I think, or maybe exclusively Ito, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he's our, he's our like starting point. For right. That, exactly. You know? Yeah. You latch yeah. onto that. And the more yeah. I read his stuff, the more I'm like, Oh my God, this guy mm-hmm. is fucked up in such a good way. I like, yeah. Oh my God. I'm nightmares, but I love it. Um, so one, uh, that I watched last night, again, another horror thing, uh, kind of a recommendation from you. Um, <gasps> I, 
I was trying to, my, my wife was, was sleeping. Oh, I guess I have to mention another one too. My wife was sleeping. She had uh, been hanging out with friends and stuff all day. And so she got home from, from like hanging out and then wanted to take a nap. I didn't want to. So I was like, oh, I'll watch a few movies. I went on to uh, Peacock. I watched a little bit of The Black Phone, which uh, we'll mm. talk about in a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, I uh, I was like, I'm watching that, but I wanted to see what else they had. Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic World Dominion was on oh, now okay. on Peacock. Yeah, uh, They have an extended cut by the way I, i've seen yes You've i've not watched it okay but yeah i saw that they I, it's available i wondered about starting it i didn't know if my wife would care for it she likes jurassic world but does not and she liked jurassic park back in the day you know mm. like everybody does but she liked jurassic world neither of us liked fallen kingdom uh neither of us were excited for the new one but uh, i was like so i'll just check it out i went online to see which one i should watch and colin trevorrow the director says do do not let your friends watch the theatrical cut and then oh, okay. someone said, release the Trevorrow cut, like the Snyder cut. And he said, Universal made it really easy for me. They already did it. And then this is his cut, like the extended. Oh, one. cool. So I watched I, a little I bit saw of it. on TV, a commercial that said, now with more dinosaurs, I was like, well, that's literally all I need. That's, what that's I, all I want <laughs> and ask for. So it can only get better for it you. It can only get better. Yeah. Because uh, I knew you liked it. And um, I was, and Boozy, our friend from the chair table, was not a fan of it. And he wanted yes. to talk about it and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm super curious. But I started, I watched about 30 minutes of it and I was like, I'm digging this. I got to stop it and make a man to watch it. So, so Mm -hmm. far, I think I watched 20 or 30 minutes and I was like it. I wonder what the original cut will be, what I've seen that's different so far. I don't know. Um, It feels very, I don't know. It feels good. It feels right. Like an Amblin movie. It feels like Jurassic Park. So it, it, it worked for me. Yes, it felt like a like a classic adventure movie, to right? Me. Just like constantly moving. Again, it's Universal. We're making pictures here. Yeah. You know that type <laughs> yeah. of mode. When, when they show up at the drive-in uh, in the very mm-hmm. beginning, I'm just going to mention like they, there's like a drive-in scene. It's in a commercial. I I think I even brought up. It's from like a. Uh, which one's flow progressive or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just thought they did it for the commercial. And I remember being really mad that they don't show a lot more of the scene. And then I was like, Oh, it's in the movie. That's rad. Mm-hmm. So like, I yeah. was just like, this is cool. I had more stuff than I expected yeah. so far. Um, so I stopped that one. And then I found another movie, um, that I, you had mentioned, um, that I ended up watching about 15 or 20 minutes of, and then stopped that one because I thought Amanda would like to watch it. So we okay. ended up watching it together. And that movie is werewolves within. Oh, okay. Which you had mentioned. Um, so Werewolves Within, I had, at the time you mentioned it, a, a few months ago, I guess, um, I had watched another movie, The Wolf of, uh, what is it, of Creek Hollow or Snowy Creek? <laughs> what it's the, has such a weird name. It still throws me off. I don't know what that is of Snow Hollow, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Those movies came out like around the same time. Uh mm-hmm. And I thought they were the same thing in my head, I guess. And I started watching the other one, which I wasn't that big of a fan of. I want to get back to it. Maybe it'll turn better. Um, but you had liked Werewolves Within, I think. Oh, right? I loved it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to give this one a shot. It has better people in it, like people that I mm-hmm. knew, I guess. Um, mostly Sam Richardson, who was so fucking oh, funny. Yes. Um, I loved him in, uh, I keep thinking it's Search Party, but it's the after party. Um, mm-hmm. That he's so good in that. He's just comedically just and he's charming as fuck he's just Absolutely. so great Every time. Mm-hmm. um and then speaking of like jurassic world uh, with flow or whatever progressive uh this one has the at&t chick she looks so familiar to me i had to look her up and be like oh my god i've seen her face for years now oh yeah uh, but melena vaintrub i don't know how to say that milana um mm-hmm. she uh also uh, very attractive i knew i liked her from like 
from the commercials, like she can be funny in them, but I don't really watch mm-hmm. commercials. Uh, she shocked the hell out, of, hell out of me. She was so charming and so mm-hmm. funny in this movie. Um, and very like quick with the jokes uh, yeah. and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so she was like really great. I really liked her addition to the movie. Um, and it just had like a, a lot of good people, like people that I kind of recognize from other things, but not like a ton. Um, yeah. so I don't really know what they're from, but a lot of faces that I kind of knew, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think I liked it. I didn't, lo- I, I'm not going to gush about it or whatever, but it was, mm-hmm. it was fun. Uh, I think Amanda eventually kind of got bored towards the end. Um, and oh, I never okay. played this video game. Um, it's based on like an, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. video game. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious about what that, it seems like they probably just took that title and they made whatever, but, um, but yeah, it had like some good twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, it is kind of like a werewolf whodunit, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun. It made me think of knives out in a way, like a, a closed location. You don't know which one's the, which it also made me think of the thing. Cause it's like a cold location. You're trying to figure out like, is someone that's locked in here, the werewolf, um, I will say that Amanda called it within about six minutes of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, damn, girl, when it got to the end. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm notoriously bad at guessing things like that. I try not yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she nailed it right away. And when it happened, she was like, oh, man. And I was like, no, you got it. And she was like, I don't want to be right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. that was really funny. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was cool. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I was on Showtime, I think, that I watched it. So that, that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was uh, it was good. I, uh, I would recommend it. It was fun. It wasn't like it was for modern horror movies uh, and like horror comedies. I would say it's it's up there. Um, there's there's a certain quality to some of them lately that I it's it's hit or miss. But um, I like this one more than other ones of its mm-hmm. ilk. But um, but yeah, I, I I would like to revisit it um, probably again as well. I feel mm-hmm. like it's one of those that I'll, I'll probably like it more as I rewatch it throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and I just like the idea of the. Um, the whole idea of the who done it, and I like Sam Richardson a lot. Um, oh some yeah. of the characters are a little too over the top to me, and I mm-hmm. I thought they would, I don't know, they would dial it down or it would make sense. Uh, in particular, Michaela Watkins, um, who I think is hilarious. Oh um, yeah, she was one that uh-huh. I knew from a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. her character is like it's like Fran Drescher to a ten, like or a twelve, <laughs> like it was really dialed up. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't get the vibe down for a little bit. Like, I was like, how silly are we going here? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was like my only little complaint, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I would love to, I think I would actually love to watch that with you. That'd be a fun one to like, yeah. pick up with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Amanda wasn't like super into it. But, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was cool. So I would check it out. I'm I'm super into werewolves. Um, as you'll find out next episode, we talked a little <laughs> bit about spoilers um and so yeah it was kind of that we recorded that episode and then i was like oh well we just talked about werewolves a little bit and i haven't seen this werewolf movie i need to watch that i need Mm -hmm. to remember that i try to watch them all so uh there you go oh that's good that's good and like i think a a good portion of the reason why i love the movie so much is because i just fucking love sam richardson he's just so so good he just like oozes charisma right he's but he's also like kind of unsure of himself Uh uh-huh it's just like oh man like i feel like we would be friends in real life (laughs) (laughs) i want to hug him and then hang out yeah like he seems like like a good cuddle bear hey hey man like yeah yeah you did your best you tried yeah you did your best sonny no one expects anything (laughs) more out of you like that's right not like in a bad way okay hold on hold on Put the caulking gun down. <laughs> so yeah, he was, he's, he, I mean, I, I thought uh, Milana Vantrub 
um, was also like stole the show sort of thing. Like yeah. I didn't expect her to be that good, like that mm-hmm. funny. And um, but he's the one like I tuned in for and yeah. anything after the after party. I thought he was so clever. And that. again, that was another like whodunit stuck in a room trying to figure out. Who yeah. Again, same kind of thing. He just he I don't know anything that he's in. I, I, I will just watch at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he's great. He was in this uh, really funny show on Comedy Central that aired for two seasons with uh, uh, Tim Robinson called Detroiters. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I, I watched uh, the whole series. Uh, matter of fact, that's on my list from a while back. Oh, yeah. But, uh, man, it's so fucking funny. It's the two of them. They work at like an ad agency, but they are terrible at their fucking jobs. Awesome. And they just kind of like bumble through. Uh, they're like uh, their meetings and and uh, setting up these like uh, commercial shoots and all this stuff. If you're in for like a half hour comedy, yeah, Detroiters all the way. There's so much stuff from Comedy Central that you've checked out, um, or even like you mentioned, like the Scott Ackerman podcast and stuff. There's so much that when I have tuned in, it's like, oh, this is right up my alley. I just don't do it at any length. Uh, there's so much mm-hmm. I need to check out that you've checked out. We're, we'll never be able to consume all the stuff that we want to consume. It's just, in our lifetimes, you know, we can't unless they there's, stop making content right now. Yeah, <laughs> this exact moment. And I don't want that. No, um, definitely not. Oh, I forgot he's in Ted Lasso. Briefly, oh yeah, that's right. The, he's a, he's a, like a prince or a king or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at because he's in Hocus Pocus two coming out, which I'm excited about. Oh my god, that ups that movie like even I'm a thousand. Looking forward to this now. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And then the Tomorrow War, which I know is cheesy oh, yeah. and stupid, but I liked that movie. I forgot he's mm-hmm. in that though. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's he's great. Uh, I, I was basically realizing like, oh, I have seen him even more stuff that I forgot about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah. Good call on that one. Um, I didn't love it, but I, I would certainly recommend it. And I think it'll grow on me even more over time. So sure. Um, well, uh, let me talk about a couple of things I watched recently. And so, these are it's not a, a completed series at the this point of us recording this episode. But I watched the uh, first episode of two different series, Stephen, and they oh. share a theme. So um, our our good friend, uh, a TV show we've never seen, Game of Thorns, mm. uh, has a new series that came out called Dragon House. Mm. That's um, what it's called. Canonically, yes. For us, the Housewives of Dragon Alley. <laughs> yeah. The real. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Did you see Marlo's wings? <laughs> She didn't even have French tips on them. <laughs> that bitch. Um, so, uh, yeah, House of the Dragon, uh-huh. uh, 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 Game of Thorns joint. Uh, new series started a couple of weeks back as of this record. I was like, well, let me give this a shot. I've never seen a single episode of mm-hmm. Game of Thorns. I hear half of it is good, the other half why even bother <laughs> so i'm like uh, I, I don't i'm I shocked don't know you tried that. this one yeah uh, me too but you know what they got me with the title because there's a dragon in the house evidently i don't know mm-hmm. i didn't get to see the house i did see a dragon they don't hide the dragon the dragon's right up front okay. you can see a dragon that's almost right away that's good but then there's like uh, what do you call it people in it and i'm like well this isn't i'm the here for the dragons yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> I have a class action lawsuit pending. Um, I thought this was like dinosaurs. The the that, show this oh is a sitcom God. with dragons. I thought Earl Sinclair was staging a comeback. <laughs> Baby is all grown up now. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I I I had a hard time getting into this. Like, yeah, part of it is uh, look. The dragons look great. Fantastic special effects. They you can see the money on screen. 
looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. However, uh, they had to take the money out of the wig budget because uh -oh. everyone who has long hair has a has one of the worst wigs I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> on. It looks it looks like obviously fake to me. You oh, know that how, like, sucks. Uh, sometimes you'll be watching a, a show on like the CW or network TV or whatever. And uh, I've noticed this with like trench coats. If it's like a part of their, the character's costume, they'll have a trench coat on, but it looks like they just bought it like directly off the rack and wore it to the crime scene or whatever. Like mm -hmm. it, it doesn't look worn in at all. It, it just looks costumey. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought the like hair pieces in Dragon House look like. Uh, it just looked... I don't know. It kind of took me out of it. I was like, really? They're going to spend all this money on the dragons and these sets. But right. They're, they're, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Smith, who was one of the, the doctors who my dogs are pissed off about it right now. <laughs> He's not my doctor. He's not my doctor. <laughs> Bring back the lady. Oh, OK. The progressive. Yeah. Good boys. Um, but uh, yeah, he like he has a terrible wig as well. And like just everything. I don't know. It just seems so overly melodramatic to uh -huh. me that it was like, I don't think this show is for me, even though I want to see the dragons more than anything. I want to see the dragons. You should just watch Dragonheart. Ooh, you ever seen yeah. that with Sean Connery as the dragon? Oh, a long time ago. Just yeah. go watch that again. I, I still like that movie. Last time I it held up for me last time I watched it. So hello, watch me a dragon. <laughs> That's the <pretty> Spaniard. <laughs> It's pretty good. Um, I had also heard uh, complaints about this new show. Again, like I had heard about the last season of mm -hmm. Game of Thorns. Yeah. Um, notoriously, there was one episode in particular that people talked about. The lighting was like terrible. and You couldn't see anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've heard they did that again with this series. And they're like, like people online that I follow were like, all right, we get it. You want it to be like realistic. They're in dungeons. They're in castles. There's not a lot of light. I need to see what the fuck's happening. Please. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, put a light up. Like, they, they focus on the weirdest things. They throw money at the weirdest things. And then they skimp on wigs or whatever, right? And then it's like, they're, they're not skimping on lighting, I don't think. But they're just doing it in a different way that it's, like, not pulling it off. I, I just, the more that show went on, I felt so solid in my decision that I should never watch it. And now the new one's out. I'm just like, I don't care. I get your dragon love. That makes total sense. But just don't really need it in my life. Yeah, it. Uh, it's like, I, I guess I'll look up Dragons on Pornhub again. Um, just go you know, back to your roots. You know, that's what you got to do. Right. <laughs> again, this brings up or stirs up the conversation yet again. Oh, dude, there's like, you get to see like tits and shit in, in this. I'm like, well, there's a whole internet full of boobs. You that's know, easy to find. It's fine. I can. Yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that mixed in in the ingredients here. You know, it's like eh, I, I can keep those worlds separate. Mm -hmm. I understand. Again, like you were saying, the realism of like, oh, people are having sex and stuff. It's like, OK, I, I guess. Sure. But like, I don't need that necessarily. Plus, the lighting won't be good. You won't even see the lighting. Good. You're not even going to be able to see it. Yeah. It's like, well, if I'm going to see an areola, I want to see an areola, <laughs> you know? I don't want to see it flickering in the candlelight with shadows all over it. Uh -huh. Just put it right in my face. Yeah, put it right there. Put it up on Front Street. Got it. That's, that's what I say at the club. Anyway. So, so you've watched one episode? One episode, and I was like, eh, I don't feel like this you, is for me. You tapped like, out? I wasn't really, like, that compelled with the characters and the story right. and stuff. Now, I do like fantasy as a genre, I've noticed. Like, uh, I cling to that more than, like, super cosmic-y sci-fi stuff. Uh -huh. But, like, fantasy stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. Like, 
orcs and elves and um, trolls and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, get down with this. This makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So another show that just came out is Lord of the Rings. Ah. um, The the Rings We Share or whatever. What what is it called? (laughs) Rings of Power or something? The Rings of Power, yes. The Rings Um, We Share. Yeah. (laughs) Another sitcom. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Step Into the Ring. Um, I, I watched this first episode and I was like, man, Mm. I feel like, because I, I like the original Lord of the Rings movies, Uh those those three epic ass movies. Um, I watched the first Hobbit movie. I was like, God damn, this is long and just kind of meandering. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if the series is for me after all, maybe I just like had nostalgia for it and I liked it. Right. Um, because of, you know, it was kind of like. I didn't even like keep up with the other Hobbit movies, so they're still unwatched. Totally. The second one, Stephen, I'm told, has a fucking dragon in it. And <laughs> I don't know if you've been paying attention. I fucking love dragons. You, know? you missed out. You watched the wrong Hobbit. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, I watched the first episode of Lord of the Rings, uh, Ringside Seats, and Stephen, I thought this show was fucking stellar. Oh, I, excellent! I am fully into it. I'm like, I've got ten minutes left on episode two. I didn't get to finish before we started recording today, but gotcha. man, I I'm about it. Like, I I like these characters. Okay, you don't get to see any tits. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no titties. Uh, no no uh, f words or anything like that. But like, but you get I, enough of that online. So exactly right. Um, sometimes if you click on the right link, the same spot. It's Hell incredible. Yeah. Techno- <laughs> technology. But man, I, I like the characters already. Um, uh-huh. they, they all have their own little like quests and journeys they're going on. Uh, the cinematography is fucking gorgeous. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my god. They I guess they went back to New Zealand to to mm-hmm. shoot this where the, the uh, Lord of the Rings movies were shot. But man, I thought it was great. And I, I saw after the fact after the first episode, uh Credits started rolling. Uh, Jay Bayonetta? Is that how you pronounce uh-huh. his name? B- Jay Bayona? That guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one. Uh-huh. See? We d- I can't do it with white people either. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think he's white. I don't know. But uh, uh, he's I think Spanish. He... Oh. Maybe from, um, like from Spain, I think. Jay Bayona? Okay. Um, You're like, okay. I'll, I'll have to fuck up a white person's name just later. gotten canceled. <laughs> yeah, he's from Spain. He's from Barcelona. Oh fuck! Okay, shit. Okay. Right. Juan Antonio is his name. Oh, whoops! <laughs> the J A threw you off. Wait, what? The J A? J A. The same person? I, I I guess my my point was like uh-huh. I thought this was the same guy who directed Fallen Kingdom. Right, J A. Bayona. Yeah. Oh, is that what it Juan is? Juan Antonio okay. is his name. I don't know if he did Rings of oh. Power though. Uh, but yeah, he did. He did that movie, Jurassic oh. World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. Maybe I've. Did I help you? Case. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got excited about the thing. I was like, oh, so this guy's not also not all bad. Or uh, whatever, maybe, but like, and then maybe, oh, but then I'm, oh, crap. Oh, damn oh, it. Damn. Yeah. No, that was just like a nose dive. Oh, J.D. Payne? <laughs> is, the, is the Rings of Powers developed by, is that who you're thinking? No. I, I, I thought it was uh, right. I don't know. Uh, Jerry Bayonetta. Uh, Jerry Bayonetta. He's an executive producer. Guy? Executive it producer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I thought he directed the first episode. He might of, have. I'm tr- I'm trying to find it online. I'm doing a terrible job as your that's, producer that's right okay. now. People to, love He this. did direct the first two episodes. We did it. Fuck yeah, dude. Because <sighs> we we took that little elven-like journey 
or how right. to like journey to come back to this point, which is <laughs> Fallen Kingdom, not a good movie. This series <laughs> is fucking stellar so far. So if I think if people like the Lord of the Rings movies, didn't like the Hobbit movies, guess what? It's okay to dip your you uh, Hobbit ass foot back into the waters because <laughs> it looks gorgeous. And I cannot stress this enough. The the visuals make all the difference. These are two shows that sh- could be similar right. in aesthetic, right? Um, but Lord of the Rings, you can you can tell they spent the money. So maybe spent too much money. Right, they spent a uh, lot from, of from money. What I understand, but uh, man, everything looks great. The the elves like pointy ears look like their mm, ears. That's awesome. It's not yeah. like an actor wearing pointy ears. You know, they made it work. Yeah, uh, the wigs look great as well. Um, the the shots of the the various actors of differing sizes, like mm-hmm. for their characters, um, I, I I guess they use like in camera um, stuff, like they did in uh, uh, Lord of the Rings with uh, Gandalf the Grey being right. so fucking tall and all this shit. Um, so they're doing yeah, it the right man. way, which is nice. I didn't know what to yeah. think of it though, so I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear you gush about it. That's great. Oh man, I'm having a blast with it. Awesome. I fucking love it. And new episodes on. Like Fridays going forward for mm-hmm. the next seven thousand years, I guess with all the money they paid for it. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like are, uh, no, they I, only got two episodes out of it. <laughs> just just the two. It's a it's a full movie. Oh yeah. man, uh, that's that's exciting. I didn't know what to think about it. I've read about it as it's coming out and stuff. Um, I I haven't even seen the trailer for it. I've seen like clips from it a little bit uh, from the trailer and stuff, but. I just I'm not into all that stuff right now. The the new Game of Thrones one didn't really thrill me. Um, and I'm kind of whatever, not glad, but just kind of like whatever to hear you say like, yeah, don't don't really check it out for for us at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of cool. I I would check this one out eventually. The Hobbit movies really left a bad taste in my mouth. I think yeah. I watched the first two, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever seen the third one because I'm just like, oh it, yeah, it's just too much. Like. Mm-hmm. That that is the sh- that is such a small book compared to each individual book of the Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and those movies were made like you can't make the same length movies out of the same like different stories. That just doesn't work to me. Like it's just it's like Peter Jackson really wanted to make bigger Lord of the Rings movies, and then they let yeah. him do the Hobbit movies, and I just don't need that. This one though tells a completely different set of stories based on like different things, uh, different eras in the Lord of the Rings like whatever world mythos okay. so mm-hmm. um that seems more exciting and uh, i would check that out now you mentioned it so i i wonder if i would like it week to week or if i would i, don't, I just have so much else going on i'm trying to do right now but yeah um i'll put it on the list for sure so uh you know sometimes with hour-long shows i'm like sh- should i just wait till this is all over and binge it but then i'm like that's a lot you know what? Th- that's a lot that's a lot to sit it's down and, and watch all at once um so I feel like this is a show, as long as they keep up the quality right. of the content, that I will be happy to watch week to week. Matter of fact, since it comes out on Friday, it's like a nice little gift you to yourself to, to watch it uh, Friday night yeah. after a long work week, you know? I assume you're watching this alone? Would Brandy be into this kind of thing at all? No, hell no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I don't imagine her to be a fantasy lover, but maybe... I you know I've I've pitched to her before watching the Lord of the Rings movies at the very least because they uh, are like fun adventure movies. Amanda likes them, yeah, but they're very long. They are, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the extended wins are the only way to go now for me. So yeah, yeah, it's and, even you longer. Know, they're they're way more fantasy than like the normal adventure movies that she would like. Like she enjoys the Mummy movies and Indiana Jones, but like oh you know, yeah, this is, uh, this is a 
It's a wee bit different of a beast, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Not quite the same, if that's what she's looking for. But um, yeah. mm-hmm. I would also watch The Mummy any day of the week. So she's yeah. she's good people in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, that's cool. Do you want to do our impromptu main feature? Let's, let's go for it. Oh, my God. So we had both kind of independently talked about watching the black phone. So mm-hmm. we were like, we might as well tag team on that today. Might uh, well. we're, we're meaning to, but I'm excited to, because I've had so much to say about it. I, I did restart watching it. I watched maybe the first 30 minutes again yesterday and I watched uh, the full thing like a week ago, I think on a Friday, like you said, it was like a mm. reward for coming home. I was really excited. Oh yeah. Um, so the black phone is, I'm going to try to pull it up real quick so I can give some of the info about it. Um, I had heard about it through Cargill. I follow C. Robert Cargill, the co-writer of it on um, Twitter. And he's, he and Scott Derrickson had written Dr. Strange together. And then Scott Derrickson is the director of their team. And that movie at first didn't really hit me, but it became one of my very favorites of the Marvel movies. And it over time really grabbed me. Um, ha ha. Uh, and, but there, so I, I started revisiting their horror movies after I, I started following Cargill. He seems like such a nice person online. He lives in Austin nearby me. He just seems really cool and chill down to earth. Happens to write movies. He used to be like a like movie reviewer and just kind of shifted into the actual making movies and he's very cool online about like if you want to write the thing fucking write the thing you have this many days left in the year if you wrote a page every day you could finish a novel in this time or you could Mm -hmm. write a script in this time he's always been like really nice on my timeline to kind of give you that boost and then he also bought not bought he's sorry, he adopted a uh, like a black lab uh, puppy and he named whiskey and he we get to see him grow up whatever he shows pictures of him so it's just a good follow overall yeah. um i revisited their horror movies though that i never really was that into um that they had written so they did like sinister and sinister 2 and um i think it's insidious i always get them mixed up there's like a few that came out i think it's sinister came out the same year as insidious and they get them mixed up uh, so it's mainly those two that i knew about mm-hmm. um and then um, Scott Derrickson had also done some more that I need to check out, some other horror movies and stuff, like The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I want to see, but I've never watched it yet. And um, I wasn't ever a huge fan of their stuff, though, their horror movies. It's They're okay. Um, they're not my aesthetic always. Um, and so I'm not, I, I don't know, like, I love Ethan Hawke. He's in Sinister. Um, I want to like the villain of that more, but it just never really clicked with me. So when I watched the trailers for The Black Phone, I was excited to see it because I liked some of their stuff. I really like Cargill as a person online. Um, Scott Derrickson also seems like a, a nice human being online. Um, the trailers for The Black Phone I thought looked good, but they looked like sinister to me. They made me think that the aesthetic or the however might not fit with me. Um, mm-hmm. However, then I watched the movie, and the movie, I realized when I watched the trailer again afterwards, the trailer does the modern, like, fast cuts and jumps and stuff. The movie really lets you breathe. I mean, it lets every scene breathe. Yeah. And it builds a sense of dread, and Ethan Hawke is is scary and dreadful in this movie. And God damn it, I fucking fell hard for this movie. I really? okay. loved this movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm really shocked. I'm curious to go back to their other ones, but I think the, the idea of this movie... And then the execution were just great. So uh, what did you think? What were you what, going into this? What did you think about it? And then how did you think watching it? So I I guess I kind of went into it thinking there would be a um, more suspense to it mm-hmm. than than what I got. So that I was like uh, a little bit disappointed gotcha. there. But then, I, you know, I've been thinking about 
the movie like since I've seen it. I was like, oh, but I kind of like this part. Oh, right. I like that part too. I like that. So I'm like kind of rebuilding the case for liking the movie. Uh-huh. Not that I disliked it, but you know, um, you I thought it was going to be though. one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be one type of movie and it turned out to be another one, but I still like that other type of movie, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's yeah, kind of like I, Doctor I, Strange. I needed to grow on yeah. me. I didn't. I didn't know mm-hmm. what they were going to give me, and then when they did, I was like, okay. And then later on, I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. I just didn't expect this. So mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of feel that with their filmography. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess it's based on, or the movie is based on a um Joe Hill book uh-huh. or novel. Short, or something yeah. Like short that. something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm really curious about. Um. To read that, I'll let you know. Yeah. Once I, mean, I do. It's like. <sighs> I I hate that Hollywood has people sitting around being like, we need you. We'll give you hazard pay, but we need you to read some books <laughs> just to see if we could adapt it to to something that people will tolerate. Right. You know? You're like, a movie, ah, of course. Brent is out there and he's missing out on the story. We got to give him some visuals. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> this uh, poor dumb kid will never be able to watch or be able to consume the story otherwise. Yeah, and you, this is a good way for you to do it. So this was the way they they built it for you. That's nice. Uh, Joe mm-hmm. Hill is the son of um, Stephen King, um, mm-hmm. but he goes by Joe Hill. I, I think uh, to kind of distance himself and make his his own person, make his own stories and stuff. But um, he seems like a like. I, there's another movie that he did, or it was like based on one that he did on um, fuck on Netflix. I can't remember what it was. I started one day and I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And I just wasn't in the mood for it, but I was going to check it out this year for, mm-hmm. um, like another, you know, Halloween viewing or whatever. But, um, I can't remember the, Oh, in the tall grass, which he wrote oh, with his dad. That's I've like seen a, that. you've seen that. Okay. It's a, either a movie yeah. or a TV show on Netflix. It's a movie. A yeah. movie. Okay. Um, I was curious about that. Do you remember if you liked it? Uh, it, it was on my list from like, I think, early pandemic time oh, so yeah. i've seen it like a while back but it was it was good like uh-huh. it, it was like an interesting idea the execution was kind of like gotcha. okay but I'd, I'd say it's worth a watch i i enjoyed it for the most part yeah i'd be curious i watched a little bit of it and it also seemed like different than i expected and then that's when mm-hmm. i was like i'll come back to this but i i was like mm-hmm. i do want to circle back like it did intrigue me enough so uh and mm-hmm. then the black phone like i said like i want to read that short story uh but yeah the movie uh yeah was just killer uh, so again written by scott derrickson and c robert cargill uh directed by scott derrickson um starring uh mason thames madeline mcgraw jeremy davies james ranson and ethan hawk um ethan hawk like i said had worked with him before on sinister mm-hmm. and he's like the like the dad of the family that's like being terrorized in that one. So he's, he's like a hero or whatever in that one. This one, he's the villain. I love Ethan Hawke. I've always loved Ethan Hawke. There's something about him, his, his charisma and just his acting style. I've just always taken to him since I was a little kid. And I loved this turn of events for him. It's this turn of a role for him. Yeah. Um, the mask I thought was stellar. Uh, that creeped my shit out when he's like in mm-hmm. shadow and he comes out and it's been like changed. It's like two, a two part, like the top half and the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he only has one half on. Sometimes they change. Um, that was really clever to me. Um, but he was really scary. I thought he did that role really well. It really freaked me out. He's having a villain sense because yeah. he was also the villain in Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Oh, and see, he, I need to check that out again. Yeah, he was just like a uh, that character was just a like an one issue of a 
like deep bench like movie yeah. comic from way back in the day. That's funny. And uh, he, with the writers and director, really like turned that character into a fully fleshed out um, person on that show. Uh-huh. Where I was like, "Damn, this is like some complex shit." That's so interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. They can pull that uh, off. Yeah, I, I. So coming off of that into this, I was like, "Damn." He can be creepy as shit. Right. Like, with almost minimal effort, you know? And that's cool because he has, I don't know, his acting style, his, when I've watched interviews with him, his philosophy about life or acting just seemed interesting. I know, I think it was Austin, our, our buddy Austin, uh, had mentioned buying a book from him on Twitter once, like, uh, that he has, like, some novels and stuff. And I was like, Ethan Hawke writes, writes novels? And he was like, yeah, they're oh. really fucking good. And I was like, oh, damn it. I thought Check Ethan had come over to my side and been like, oh, why do I have all these books? I need to get rid of these. <laughs> Deep discounts. He's a book burner. Yeah. Oh, man, finally. Don't, don't burn the books, just recycle them. Oh, that's right. You, yeah. yeah. You said that yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, back to the future. Um, <laughs> Marta. <laughs> um, and this was also a Blumhouse movie. Um, I liked, they've updated the Blumhouse logo on this one, and it starts off, you see, like, Michael Myers. You see, like, characters from, like, their the different movies or whatever, and it kind of zooms back from this like field through a house and stuff. And I like kind of seeing, I think there was like some purge people on there or something like that. Oh, um, I didn't pay attention. I guess oh, it's super cool. I love it. Um, they like really kind of play into some of the other movies yeah. they do. I, I noticed they changed it, but I wasn't really paying attention to that part. Of, I might've been oh, like yeah. in the kitchen getting a drink or something. Right, but, right, right. Um, I, I did notice that it wasn't like the normal and where you're like inside of a haunted house or whatever. And you're like, the, yeah, the camera turns around and just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah to yeah. look at that one. But it's uh, a, yeah, yeah, it's like they've updated that. It's longer and different, but it's like the same house, I guess. It's movie length. It's movie length. <laughs> it's like, you know, when the they do the page flip Marvel opening, uh-huh. it's like that, but they extend the whole thing. It's just a, fu- a full fucking movie. It's pretty rad. <laughs> you just read the entire comic as it's on screen. Like, how much longer do we have of this? This is. This is long. It's going on for a long time. I could just read a comic if I wanted to read a I, comic. I don't want to come to me and read a comic. Did I have to buy a ticket to this? <laughs> I, paid, I paid $18 for this ticket. I And I got a digital ticket, but I handed them my phone. They ripped my phone in half. I don't. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, that they man. Do that now. Yeah. It's very expensive. Um, so this movie takes place in 1978, North Denver. I didn't know it t- took place in Denver as well. I'm going there this next weekend. Um, or I guess when this comes out. Yeah, next weekend. Oh, my um, God. Steven, do not accept any balloons. <laughs> do not ask to see any magic tricks. <laughs> Stay away from vans. Um... And yeah, that surprised me. I, I knew it was, uh, I guess I knew it was from the seventies. Like they, it was going to take place there. I can't remember if I really knew that though, if it's just gritty. I, I was going to say, I, I don't recall, uh, knowing that it was going to take place in yeah. the past. It just seemed kind of like when I saw the trailer initially, it just seemed like it was like anytime America or something right. like that. You it kind of felt that it, way. It looked yeah. a little bit like, yeah, it looked a little bit like grungy or whatever, but I couldn't quite place the, the era that it took place in, but yeah. I mean, it, it worked out, but it did. Yeah, uh, once you get in the movie, yeah. So it had some mm-hmm. some surprises, I guess, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought in the trailers that the kids probably weren't going to be that great. Um, but when I got into the movie, I thought that they were both great. The the main kid, mm. uh, Mason Thames, and then his sister, I think, is probably Madeline McGraw. She's the they have no Wikipedia pages. I can't click on them, but mm-hmm. um, she in particular, she fucking cusses like a sailor. I yeah. love that. Um, and I guess we're not really spoiler reviewing this, right? We're just kind of mini uh, reviewing. No, it? I mean, if doing? you want, we can always save it for like a, a oh, later. No, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought she was really stellar. Um, they both have a lot of fight in them, um, a lot of grit. 
Um, and th- there's like some scenes with her in particular that um, she really blew me away that I just didn't expect. They're really hard to watch. Um, yeah. Seeing children in situations, like no, bad situations, yeah. dangerous mm-hmm. situations. Uh, but it went above and beyond what I expected. In a, in a, I was like, I was worried about, I was like, her mom was on set, right? Like they know she was a part of this. <laughs> yeah. They helped, they like cuddled her afterwards and like helped her calm down. Like she really like left it all on the field. Um, she, she floored me. Uh, and then the main kid I thought was also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they both uh, surprised me from the trailer again. The way it was cut, I think it was, could have just been better. It could have sold me a little bit better, even though I knew I was going to go see it. So I guess it worked, but more about mm-hmm. people involved. Um, so I thought they were both really great and they, they really sold it. And the other kids in, involved too, um, I thought were pretty cool. Yeah. I thought all the kids were good actors mm-hmm. in it. Um, that's not always the case. I'm, I'm trying to think there was a, a movie that I saw semi recently uh, on some streaming service. I, I can't remember what it was, but like, the child actors in it were, I was like, damn, they know that like stranger things is around, right? right? Like you can, there are <laughs> examples a lot of, of good this, kids, but, yeah. but also we've, we've all seen at, uh, adult actors in bad movies or they're making right. terrible acting choices. So I don't know, maybe it's just, it like, happens. Uh, yeah. It happens every once in a while, but yeah, I was really yeah. impressed with, uh, with the quality of acting that we got from the kids in this movie. Because, like, Ethan Hawke, like you were saying, is, like, such a stellar actor. Right. And it, it, it has, like, such a screen presence in this movie in particular that if the kid's acting was not up to snuff, then right. they about to get snuffed out hey. the hard way, <laughs> movie critic-wise. Yeah, that's true. Like, it could have been one of those movies that I'm like, well, Ethan Hawke, is, his turn as the villain is really good. Mm-hmm. Eh, the rest of it's not great. Like, the story's not great, or the kid's don't really act opposite them that well like so you don't really mm-hmm. believe it but if it was just him like it's great i don't have to say that i i can say with 100 certainty that he's terrifying and they act appropriately mm-hmm. around him yeah and they i don't know they have a lot of cool twists in the story i just really liked how it all went down that's why i'm really curious what the short story is and what they've expanded upon yeah um on the short i i i looked briefly at the short uh story and it said it's it, it's a kid named finney who gets taken by the grabber like a, a 70s oh, yeah. serial killer. Mm-hmm. So it is the same basic story, at least. I wonder what where it goes from there. Um, but it has some, like, supernatural elements. It's got, um, uh, like, 70s true crime serial killer vibes to it. It's got a yeah. lot going for it that I really was drawn to. I think maybe that might be part of why I wasn't as into it as I wanted to be, mm-hmm. is the, like, supernatural part. Uh, yeah. Right. No spoilers, but like, yeah, the the supernatural element that uh, plays into the story, uh, you know, I I, I didn't know how I, I don't know, I I kind of just wanted a a straightforward right um, story, but you know, I, I guess I'm done talking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to go from. Like, it, it's hard to to say anything without spoiling. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, it is harder without spoiling it. I, I feel I feel you, though. I wasn't sure where that was going to go. I think they kind of they, I mean, they do like hint at that in the trailer um, as well, like that his sisters like sees dreams and stuff or whatever and is like looking mm-hmm. for him. And um, so that, that is like an aspect of it. I think they put out there and I wasn't sure that play out. I liked it, though, and I could totally see how you wouldn't, though, or like mm-hmm. it would have it could have been a much serious, more serious story or like maybe packed more of a wallop. If you're like, there's no like supernatural thing around this or, you know, or just just the one supernatural thing, which is the phone. It's right. A, right. That's the other part. Phone. Yeah. And now starring the black phone <laughs> as the. Oh, is it red? It's but it, it's also a black oh. phone. 
And Godzilla is the mattress on the ground? Wow, <laughs> never saw her coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the other part. I think in the trailer as well, they show that. They even show like some of the, the ghosty kids. Um, but it's like there's mm-hmm. like the kids past that have been grabbed or whatever are like using the phone to communicate with him and help him, whatever. Like that's all yeah. kind of out there. Uh, I, I will I say there's a, a portion toward the climax in the movie where some of the dialogue is repeated, but given new context. And I was just like, holy shit. When it clicks, yep. it's great. It clicks. Yeah, I like that yep. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's just a, a really well written. I was really down for the ride. I thought it was uh, just a lot of fun. I had to, for me, it was a good vibe. It was for watching horror movies, new ones and stuff and trying to find the good ones and weed them out and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one for me really stuck up there and I'm, I'm excited to rewatch it again. Like I said, I started about 30 minutes. Maybe I'm into it again now. Um, I'm excited to see where it all goes. Uh, where time. did the movie take place? Denver. Instead of Denver. North Denver, yeah. Because a lot of Stephen King's stories mm-hmm. take place in the like Northeast or whatever. Right, right, right. I wonder if Joe Hill, well, no, I guess that's not true because he did, uh, he wrote the comic Lock and Key and that takes place mm. in the Northeast. Maybe he just likes to spread things out a little bit more. Yeah, where his dad's know. like, Maine only. Yeah. Nowhere like, else. <laughs> he grabs his son by the, the collars like, around here, I'm king of the hill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never connected the two. That's great. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god um yeah i don't know where to go from that that was really good <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah well i was yeah. gonna say it it's bobby hills the kid right that joe bobby Bob. yeah yeah joe bobby hill oh my god oh my god could work i, I kill with propane and propane accessories <laughs> um yeah and i don't know any of the, his other stuff i would be curious to to read more of his things once i read the black phone as well i'll, I'll see how i like that one but um yeah i was down for this um i would recommend it it's easy to find right now on peacock it's it's out um i had mentioned on the next episode that people will hear with allison's episode i did mention that uh i i had to re-get netflix because we did rrr which is on netflix and yeah. so i needed to re-up that even though i just got rid of it for the first time in like mm-hmm. a decade um, and then Peacock as well. I had mentioned something like, well, I wanted to put, put some money out there for the movie that I'm buying it for. Like I wanted to give that it's and the mm-hmm. Peacock's cheap. It's like five or six bucks for this movie, like instead of renting it. And like I wanted to say preemptively to that thing next week, I will probably buy this movie eventually. I want to give my the artist that I like money. Oh, Just sure. right now, it is much more cost effective and easy of a brand new movie that is twenty dollars or more uh, is mm-hmm. available on a streaming service for like five bucks. But I certainly do want to, uh, you know, prop up the artists that I do like, and this mm-hmm. one to me would be a, a buy for sure uh, in some way, digital or or otherwise. But um, mm-hmm. for now, it's so easy and cheap to to find good stuff on Peacock, and I found also there's a bunch of other horror movies that aren't on other streaming services that are there now. Right. So it's going to work out for October coming up and everything. So I'll, I'll check out more stuff there. So that was good, too. Yeah, they have that new Chucky series that's on there as oh, well God, that I want to I want to watch. Awesome. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that. Uh, on the newest season of With Gorley and Rust, they're talking about all the Chucky movies oh, or Child's Play movies. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know if they're going to talk about that, but I'm like just hearing them talk about Chucky. I was like, man, I kind of want to check out this new series. You right. Know? But I I'm, forgot about I'm, it. That's great. I'm glad you mentioned it. I'm so worried that it's going to be the MTV scream series, like that type of aesthetic. <laughs> I've heard better like, things at least. Yeah. But I wonder. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you watch the, uh, the 2019 
Child's Play movie? Yeah, I watched. Uh, w- um, uh-huh. Yeah, what happened? I watched it with Andy. Did you see that with? And yeah, Andy. His wife. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was wonderful mm-hmm. when they visited me and didn't visit you. Uh huh. I yeah. I still like that movie. I'd be curious to revisit it now. I think I'm, I might have watched it once since then, but uh, maybe last year. But um, it certainly helped just watching it with them. Like it was an experience together that was fun. I think we all enjoyed it though. Um, it was much different than the original story, but and it, it was modernized in a good way. Like if I didn't think it was Chucky, I probably would have accepted it even more. Um, but I was quite pleasantly surprised at how gruesome it was. Yeah. and had a different story in a good way like i i liked it um mm-hmm. yeah it was cool okay did you ever did you ever see it with friends I'd that came across the world for you uh yeah no i i did not interesting i did not get a chance to do that it's interesting so, well, i did know. so i heard it was nice i heard about it multiple it was cool. times yeah anyway it was cool you guys signed, Thanks, a, signed a card for, uh, town. for mitch i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> before i even really knew mitch yeah yeah so yeah because we're all friends but you're not really it's just that where you live, it's, it's, uh-huh. they flew over you, maybe? Like, I don't want to say it's a flyover state. Well. But, like, they probably literally flew over you. I mean. You know? It's not my fault I chose to live in this Arby's, you know? Uh, <laughs> the fry vat is comfortable. It is your fault you chose to live in an abandoned Arby's. I choose to jacuzzi <laughs> in the Arby, Arby fry vat, you know? <laughs> This is the life for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other black phone things? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right uh, obviously, like uh, you were more into it than I was, uh-huh. but I, I still am glad that I got to have the conversation with Fair you. Enough. And uh, yeah, I definitely want to rewatch the movie at some point. Yeah. You know, see, see how it holds up for me. Have you ever seen Sinister or Sinister 2? I've not. No. Uh-uh. I'd be curious to see what you think of those. I, um, I'm just not sure about I, them. So they should have called the second Sinister movie still Sinister. Yeah, I mean, Sinister 2, come on, guys. You can be more creative than that. It's like they had waiting and then still waiting. That's right. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last yeah, summer. Yeah, you need to go with that route. You need to go the yeah. waiting route. Ben Still, Ben Stiller. You oh, know. yeah. There's there's a precedent for these things. <laughs> um, I Yeah, they have another movie called Deliver Us From Evil, or, or Scott Derrickson does. Um, so he has some other like horror films I need to check out. And then The Exorcism of Emily Rose, like I mentioned. Maybe um, he's a, a grower and not a shower, you know, maybe it like takes a, yeah. a viewing or two to it might uh, be that way for me. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious, um, you know, to, to check out more because I've had that history with them with, with Dr. Strange. So, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the black phone, I would, uh, I would recommend, um, I, uh, I think it's pretty cool and it's just easy to get. So, um, see if Brent's right. See if I'm right. Who knows? Yeah. Neither, no, no, it's right. It's just your opinion. It's, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. We're cool with each other. So, yeah. Either way, but you're going to. The listener must choose a side. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. We don't accept otherwise. All right. I'm getting tired. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm yeah. winding down, not making as good jokes, not making much sense anymore. Um, uh, we always have next episode, Steven. Damn straight. Next episode's yeah. killer. Yeah. Guys, I think come back for that we one. Have become reliant on guests at this point. I feel so because we. I feel like there were some good moments here. I had a good time with you. I hope people enjoyed course, yeah. the this this record. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those guests, man, we just liven up. They liven us up. They're they're stellar. That's good. Every and time. you know, for the rest of the month, we've got guests planned as well. So. I know they're coming back. This is like the yeah. off one. Yeah. Yeah. So for our guests who are coming on the show toward the end of the month, um, be prepared to do some heavy lifting. Right. A lot of pressure. Do your research. Dude and I. <laughs> Uh, get tired you know it's it, we have chosen for some reason to record early 
early uh, on the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not good. Maybe we should change it, but we won't. I don't know. No. Uh, who knows? Uh, but it's always fun. I hope people enjoy this one, as mm-hmm. usual, because uh, I certainly had a good time talking to you, Brent. Me too. So uh, if you'd like to talk to us, you can contact us. All the info is in the show notes as usual, all of our socials, all that. If you'd like to rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps, we'd certainly appreciate that. Five stars, most appreciated. And uh, other, everything else is not appreciated at all. Four stars? <laughs> right. No. No. Not good enough. Not for no. us. No. Um, go buy some merch if you feel so inclined. And um, again, uh, we put this out there. Whatever. It's cool if people listen to it. If you found us, thank you for listening. That's awesome. Share us with your friends if you feel so inclined. That would be awesome. Um, and we love putting it out there. So here yes. we are. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, Brent, nice. uh, come back next week as we've already okay. recorded an episode. And it's easy. Yay. And you're done editing, too. And it's done. Oh, man. Yeah. What a glorious day. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a blast uh, talking about all this other stuff today with you. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Is that the Lord of Canterbury? What the hell some Godzilla was up? You can't even hear the accent. That's the crazy thing. Doesn't sound Japanese at all. You said like in my head it was the oh god, the alien that pulls his face back in men in black. You know, it was like the <laughs> I'm looking for a cat. <laughs> Edgar. Yeah. Also played by Godzilla. Crazy. Exactly. Wow. A lot of people don't realize. Oh my god, it's crazy. Godzilla's had a long film career. <laughs> Go back to the 50s. Um, I watched the first Hobbit movie. I was like, God damn, this is long and just kind of meandering. Yeah. So I was like, maybe maybe I don't like this as... <laughs> Dogs. Um, I was like... They're really getting into it. They really are. They're like, I don't... The Hobbit is not my Hobbit. Make it one <laughs> movie. It was a short book. Make it one movie. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, man. Brent just asked me how many licks to my center, and guess what, guys? It was three. What? <laughs> oh, you got in there. Three. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that owl is a fucking pervert. Oh, my God. I didn't that child is in imminent danger. Wow. A little Tootsie Pop kid. Well, I mean, definitely Tootsie Pops are in danger from that guy. He's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I yeah. fucking need that in my mouth. It's a like, lot of wow, people don't buddy. realize as well that a Tootsie Pop's natural predator is an owl. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Owls will fuck up Tootsie Pops. They'll fuck up uh, like uh, little varmints running around. Um, they'll fuck up some bats. Did you know that wow. uh, the natural predator for a bat is an owl? I did not know that. Is that real? That's real, yeah. There was a, The only reason I know that is because of a Batman comic I read like <laughs> 10 years ago. Well, that's, but, uh, comics can educate. There you go. They can, yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it was written by Scott Snyder, who had this uh, long Batman run. But he, uh, in it, he introduced this uh, set of villains called the Court of Owls. Mm. And the thinking was that's uh, the Bat's natural uh, predator. But so everybody's like, like, we didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was cool yeah. looking, but yeah, like I think he he probably set it up in the like um, the narration or whatever. But but yeah, I was like, oh, this must be true. Like, I read it. <laughs> so someone walks past a National Geographic channel, 
and it just mm-hmm. like says it on the TV in the background. They're like, owls are the bat's natural predator. And they're like, well, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Makes sense for this story. Yep. Move along. <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy peasy. He's like, I've got an idea. Maybe I'll write one of the most popular characters of all time. I mean, was it good? Uh, I mean, like, so here's my whole thing with with Batman comics, right? Sure. Like, and this is this is likely a me problem, but I feel like for the past decade or so, for me, anytime I would read a Batman comic, the like thrust of the story, like the the beginning and middle, were good, but the end of it was a little bit lackluster, hmm. where it was just like. It's kind of this, the the problem that people have with Superman. He's like, oh, he's too powerful. He can do anything. Well, people treat Batman the same way as well. They've Chuck Norrisified him. Oh, where he's like, wow. oh, I can do anything. I'm Batman. You know, you really nailed do, it there. Yeah. Yes. Um, like, much yeah, like I did. Jesus to that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I didn't do it. Mel Gibson did of course, it. You know, of that's course. canon. But um, but yeah, like I don't know. Um, the 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 idea of the story is good but there was also an aspect of like oh bruce wayne has a long lost brother or whatever mm. so it was one of those things and i was like eh, i don't they, here we go in that kind of way comic books can be a little um like soap opery to me yes right mm-hmm. like um I, I i'm not gonna bring up a lot of it but i've been reading daredevil and mm-hmm. there's like some there's like mike murdoch there's like his brother yes, and i was brother. like wait he has a brother and it looks uh-huh. just like him. it's his twin brother okay mm-hmm. like and it's so funny like that when i'm not being a mm-hmm. huge comic fan and like diving into this world and then realizing like oh someone was introduced back in the day and they might be reintroduced later or there might be new characters now and it could mm-hmm. be a little much like oh yeah he fell on an elevator shaft but his twin brother will come back and be the doctor you know it's a little mm-hmm. drake remore oh and on top of that i don't think it's in the main daredevil issues that you've been reading mm-hmm. but there's some like uh, annuals or like side stories that kind of spring off of them from time to time. And uh, Mike Murdoch, Daredevil's uh, twin yeah. brother, is actually like a um, uh, he's like a magical creation. Oh, okay. Or something. <laughs> so, Naturally. He, he was like brought into the world. I think it was like the general idea was uh, Matt Murdock was going to have his identity compromised as Daredevil. Uh-huh. So he shows up as Daredevil. He's got a, a magical like projection of Matt Murdock standing next to him. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, how come you never see Superman and Clark Kent in the same right. place at the same time? If if you do, then it like debunks that theory or whatever. Yeah. So it was like that. But then somehow he stuck around and he <laughs> became like an actual person. <laughs> but then it, he doesn't really have like a backstory because he's magical in nature mm-hmm. so sure, naturally yeah yeah it's 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 wild so it as comic booky as you thought it right. was it's like six levels yeah. beyond that you know <laughs> well it's mm-hmm. funny because the book i was reading was very serious and it felt very much like um like a scorsese like goodfellas movie or something like it felt mm-hmm. dramatic and heavy and cinematic it was like such a good story it's been great and at the same time you have all of a sudden Mike Murdoch shows up, you know, like you have that silliness there a little bit. And they're they're just like, yeah. go to issue, whatever. And like realize like whatever he showed up. So I'm like, had I gone to that issue, would it have been like, oh, he's a magical elf creature. And I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> 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 yeah. Wouldn't have I, expected it, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't read that particular run, so that was a surprise to me as well. I was like, oh, shit, when did this happen? That's Okay, hilarious. I guess we're just going to go for it. So, But that's yeah. the beauty of comic books, as we said before. Like, I, I've had my eyes open to, oh, you can just do anything. You can literally just put it whatever. You can write and draw whatever mm-hmm. you want. And it's, like, different than movies because you can do anything. And even right. movies lack in that. They at least cost a lot more money to do those same things. And uh, comic mm-hmm. books can just do whatever, and it's awesome. So... In that same vein, they can do whatever, and it might not yeah, be yeah. awesome. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like if you were filming a TV series or a movie or whatever, you'd have to hire another actor who looked like Charlie right. Cox or whatever, or you'd have do to like, like yeah. composite him in. There'd trap. be like a wardrobe change. Yeah, yeah. And yeah it'd be a, a whole ordeal. Whereas for <laughs> comics, it's just like I don't know, just draw Matt Murdock again, yeah. and we'll just call him just something put it right different. next to it. Sure, why not? It's just Fuck Mike. It. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. You know. <laughs> I mean, I went with it and it works. And it, yeah, again, it's like it adds to the story in a, in a pretty good way, I guess. But if, it's funny. If you had a magical clone that just showed up, what would you name it? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now I really want to watch Multiplicity. Did you ever see that? We talked about that, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. With uh, Michael Keaton. I haven't seen it in so mm-hmm. long. That that dumb clone right. that's putting a <laughs> piece of pizza in his wallet. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that's that shit one. I would do now. Oh, my God. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah. What would I name him? Because he's got to be. Hmm. Oh. I get, well, I guess in in the past at various workplaces, coming up, you know, just just being silly, passing the time. I have mm-hmm. various points had you know picked up different nicknames. One of them being Spin. It's a shortening Spin. of my name, okay. Stephen Spin. Okay. <laughs> if I was like, I think it was like if I was, I guess, I don't know, Scandinavian. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I would be. So, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be easy enough for me, for me to remember and then know that he's different, Sven. But, oh, that's so funny. Mm, that's know. so funny to me. Like, would it be S apostrophe V-E-N? <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. I just always do the yeah. S-V-E-N, but I kind of like that, too. Yeah. And now I'm like, I was like, he sounds like he's be, he'd be like more suave, Sven. Suave yeah. Sven. But now I'm like, should it just be Stefan? Do I have a Steve Urkel, Stefan situation going on? <laughs> that's literally where my mind <laughs> yeah. went. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe it should be well. Maybe I'll have a multiplicity. I'll have more than one. So I got Sven oh, and Stefan. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this sounds complicated already. Oh, that's great. And then you can have like uh, a Stephen Fisher bot show up who Ooh, looks like you, except yeah. he's just like barely metal. Yeah. <laughs> As the only the uh, '90s budget could allow. Maybe. Maybe TV was very comic booky as well, because if you got enough seasons under your belt and you were a sitcom, they were just like, fuck it. Steve Urkel's the main character now. (laughs) Uh, He's going to have a robot. He's going to be able to, like, change his personality magically, you know? Yeah, I like uh, shows that slowly devolve into magical realism, I guess. Um, Like a normal sitcom about a family and their matters. Um, Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you got... Robot Urkels and, and magic changing <laughs> potions, you know, and love spells yeah. and all the like. So, yeah, just change it up. That was good. That was good times. It was just a magical era. It really was like they don't really do shit like that now. Or they do. And I just don't pay attention. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Alf, look mm-hmm. at Alf. The oh, whole my concept God. Alf of the, show. the show. Right. People don't realize, you know, <laughs> and I feel like every like eight to ten years they try to bring Alf back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, isn't Alf? Dead? It was like yeah. Alf should be dead. <laughs> it should be like you hear about Alf died in the newspaper or in mm-hmm. it, on the internet, 
and then you're like, oh, I thought he died years ago. It'd be like one of those celebrities. You're like, oh, but I thought he's he's been dead for a while. Hmm. And you just move on with your life. Yeah. He was found behind yeah. a dumpster in North Hollywood. <laughs> oh, no. oh, wow. His life really took a turn that's sad, and you just move on, you know? His corpse draped over a trash can like yeah. uh, in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> it's from a comic, but, you know, that's your point of reference. <laughs> just like hanging there. I love it. Mm-hmm. But even the fact that the show got made, you know? That's wild. Yeah, and I used to love that show right. when I was little. I was like, oh, my God, it's got a little alien puppet in it. I'm all about it. It was a cultural juggernaut, you know? Oh, yeah. But I don't think you can yeah. do that these days. I don't know. No, like these, oh, my God, these days? No, these kids? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine it, Alpha on tried- TikTok? <laughs> uh, Alpha on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way the the youngest generation yeah. knows anything exists. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're gonna but start it's it. only for that. You know, yeah. they like TikTok stuff. Like stuff will go around and they'll be like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is so funny!" And it's like, "Oh yeah, that's just a clip." Like my nephew was like, "Oh, I love this this guy," and he showed it to me, and it was just clips of Jim Carrey from the '90s movies, like from Dumb and Dumber. And I was like, "Yeah, those are like, great movies. You should watch those." And he's like, "Oh, I didn't know these were movies. I just watched these clips." And I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck? Where'd you where do you think this came from?" It's so frustrating. I get so frustrated, and I know I'm like old man yelling at a cloud, but totally. it's like, do you know what like movies are? You've heard of movies. You've seen like, them. Yeah. Back oh in God. our day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so weird. Like, he didn't even know who he was. I was like, no, Back that's in my day, if, if you want to see Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura... <laughs> Face plant his face directly into the seat while wearing a tutu. You had to watch the first Ace Ventura movie on VHS. On VHS, if you were lucky. And it would, it would the more you watched it, the worse it would get. And guess what? Once the movie was over, you had to rewind that shit. And the be- if you wanted clips, the best you had was a yak back that had thirty seconds of, st- of storage space, and you got the best clips you could. Was that a, um, that was just like audio only, right? Yeah, and there's no video with that, boys, sonny. Yeah. No TikTokers <laughs> today. See that old yak back like we if had. If you wanted to see a visual component, you had to get your Ace Ventura and uh, Courtney Cox toys out. You had to play the audio and make them do the movements. It was a whole ordeal. By the way, mm-hmm. Ace Ventura... Watching that as a kid, I did not really understand the implications of that movie. Yes. There's a lot going on in that movie that uh, there, there really was really is, over yeah. our heads. But man, I watched a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny looking the, back now. The main like uh, reveal at the end of the movie does not hold up today. I would imagine not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think the, the movie itself is. Or I the guess, character. I don't know. The character is funny. Right, the character me, you know? lasts. And yeah. the second movie not even being as good that, as I remember as the first one uh, mm-hmm. it really has its moments and the, the rhino butt. I is, was, that's literally where my brain goes yeah. whenever you say Ace 2. Maybe it is good to clip movie <laughs> clip movies and not watch them anymore. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Gen Z is right. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> we really wrong I about literally something. was about to say, I mean, I don't know if I want to watch Ace Ventura when nature calls, but I would watch that clip. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they got me. Yeah, man. Vine was right. They had it right. <sighs> Six seconds is all you need for anything, you know. I saw a YouTube uh, like video title the other day that said, "I hope Vine Two is as good as Vine One." And I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be a Vine 2? And that video was from six years ago. And I was like, "What? 
Twitter or not Twitter. Well, you do. Why'd you suggest this to me? What is this? (laughs) You made me think that I was like even more out of the loop that Vine was coming back to somehow take over the world again. I got very confused and I felt very old man yelling at a cloud. It, it is weird, the stuff that YouTube will recommend to you, because sometimes it's it's very spot on. Like for me, it's like comic book stuff or like music stuff. Mm. Whereas every once in a while, every once in a while, it's like, wash parsnips with me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. And then you get really into it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I need to get some parsnips. Oh, my God. Those parsnips are like little butt plugs. Hey, <laughs> right. I have no idea what a parsnip looks like. In my head, it looks like a butt plug. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up now. I think it's uh, I think it is a tuba, uh, and uh, oh yeah, it's I got like it. little legs or whatever, right? I nailed it. It's like a white carrot. Oh, of course. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> These little mega carrots. <laughs> oh man, it looks kind of like a carrot to me. Oh yeah, that one's definitely butt pluggy. Oh my goodness, yeah, yes, look at that. Hell yeah, buddy. That looks like a uh, uh, a butt plug, but also one of those things you use to suck out snot. Oh, yeah, like the little bulb suckers. Mm-hmm. With that, yeah. You like squeeze them? Like for a baby? Yeah. Do you use one of those for oh, yourself? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Not. I don't like the cross-pollination <laughs> of these two things that I've, I've mentioned. I watch a little girl, and we have those little snot suckers. You got to get up yeah. there and get those boogies. Ugh, I try man. to I try to do that joke all the time. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna blow your nose in this handkerchief. Uh, it needs to dance. Put a little boogie in it, and she's just like, no. <laughs> she does not like that shit up her nose. <laughs> <laughs> Toddlers. Man. Oh my god. What are you gonna I don't do? even know what's good for him. You know? I know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make you breathe better, little girl. Oh, good god. She's not having it. She's no. not having it. It's not- Oh Sync word, baby. Sync word, we got it. Sync word, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so snot having it on three to sync. One, two, three. Snot having, having it. it. <laughs> it's not having it. <laughs> oh, followed by two. <laughs> the air traveled through. You put mm-hmm. you push too much in. Happens that way. <sighs> push it. <laughs> It was so soft. That's the only way to describe your voice right there. It was soft. Uh, you got to do a soft push You did, you you did it. I listened to that song the other day randomly, <laughs> and uh, you nailed it. L-P-A-S.